All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on back to a brand new episode of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 23, I believe. And it's the first time we're coming back to you guys in about five weeks, which was definitely not planned. A little bit of an extended hiatus due to some, some unfortunate shit, which we're going to get into. So uh, it's, been a little bit, it's been a little bit since we talked to you guys. I'm very excited because we have a lot to dive into tonight. Um, I'm going to be here with my boys uh, on the ones and twos, Mr. Luke Kleinen. He's going to uh, help out with us tonight on the show, making sure we get everything through here. Luke, how we doing? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, great to be back. Like you said, it's been a little while for the show and for me too. But um, yeah. That's right. You didn't even do the last show with us. So it's been a, an even longer time for you. Yeah, but it feels great to be back. A uh, ton of good stuff to cover. And uh, yeah, get to join in with you and the great co-host Kalos today. Yeah, yeah. We have a different little bit of a switch up because uh, normally he's on the ones and twos, but tonight he's my co-host this evening because he's seen a lot of the things we're going to be diving into. Co-host is with the mostest, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. I'm here. What's going on? How are we doing? I'm doing good. Loving life. Can't complain. Spring's right around the corner. Summer's right around the corner. Meat's fucking sizzling on the grill. Fucking <laughs> <Good laughs> splashing in the pool, playing golf. Oh, baby. Sign me up. A couple of summer blockbusters in there mixed oh, in, man. too. You I'm, know what I mean? I'm bricked up. <laughs> ready to go. I do like the uh, Buccaneers combo with the Patriots sweatshirt there. I like that you're rocking there. True yeah. Tom, true, true Tom uh, fashion. Yeah. Loyal to Tom. Tom right, baby. I do love to see that. God bless him. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like I said, the a uh, little bit of an extended hiatus for us. We weren't planning on having this much of a layoff. I was planning on coming to you guys. It was going to be two weeks ago. Uh, two weeks ago, uh, but unfortunately, there was a death in my family. Um, my aunt unfortunately passed away. So the day that we were going to come in here to record, I actually had her funeral, and then immediately after that, uh, on the Thursday, I left for a bachelor party. So that whole weekend, I was gone. Then I came back, and I was pretty exhausted and all that. I had another trip this weekend. I went to Maine with my girlfriend for a week. No, for a week, for a day, for uh, overnight stay. So I had a lot going on. It was tough to mix in a show, you know what I mean? So we're finally back here this week. Like I said, we have a lot to dive into, so we're going to be moving kind of fast tonight. We have a lot of topics to go through. Los, I think you've seen pretty much everything, but maybe one or two things that we're going to tackle tonight. And then, Luke, you've seen a couple bit less, but we're going to each, you know, dive our caps when we can, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm ready. I got some uh, some good takes on Last of Us and Mando, and uh, I didn't know about the... House of the Dragon news you mentioned, but... That's where we're going to start off tonight. Nice. Yeah, let's get into that. All right, so let's start there. Uh, I Start there perfect because all three of us here, big Game of Thrones fans, big House of the Dragon fans. We cover the show here on the podcast. It's a big thing of what we're going to be doing going forward, too. And Deadline Hollywood released a report, uh, report yesterday with a whole bunch of updates for House of the Dragon. And I'm not going to lie, I don't want to overreact. I don't want to be that guy. But just because of how things went with Game of Thrones... This report worried me. I'm not going to lie. It worried me. I, I don't want to be the guy to overreact, but it worried me. Right away, I was just like, I don't like this. I don't like this. So first things first, season three, the report said, has been mapped out and is about reportedly to be about to be greenlit, right? So they say it's mapped out, about to be greenlit. But then in the exact same breath, they say the creative team is still wavering between either doing a third and fourth season. So it's like, well, how is the third season already mapped out if we don't know? Yeah, that's very contradictory. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's a super contradicting statement. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, how do you have it mapped out if you don't know if it's going to be the ending of the whole series or not? So right away, I'm like, okay, that sounds a little bit weird in itself. Then, to follow that right up with, we're going in, in season two. We're going to be going from 10 episodes like we did in season one down to eight episodes in season two. And they, in the, in the report, said that this is a story-based decision, not a cost-saving decision. Yeah, right. 
Right. I but, smell that BS from a mile away. But they gave so much money to season one, and I'm sure they're not. I know how like well it did, so I'm sure they're not going to cut budget like on season two. So like it's weird to me because we just saw what happened with Game of Thrones when you cut. You know what I mean? When you start cutting episodes for the season, things immediately started going downhill. Right. So it's weird that we would be following in those same footsteps yeah. right away. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of a similar issue too, where the issue with Game of Thrones was, the, was there wasn't enough content for them to go off of. And with Fire in the Blood as well, like there is a really good story laid out, but it's right. really just an outline, you know? Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like seventy-five pages in a book, you know? And it's, yeah. It's and they're trying to decide how in depth they're going to go into everything and how they can turn it into two more seasons or three more. Right, because Fire and Blood's not like as in depth of a story like hands-on as say, like, right, you know, the the Fire and Blood. It's yeah, like you're like, reading, yeah, four years of a history book or whatever. Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah, like if you're reading about the Revolutionary War or whatever. You know, you're, you're going to read all the big battles and like. The drama that happens and stuff, but you know how they portray that. If they're going to do each battle is two episodes or whatever, or you know whatever. Right. George R. R. Martin, right at the top before the show started, said four seasons, ten episodes to flush this story out the way it's supposed to do. So right away, I feel like, and he's working hands on again as a producer. We know HBO's paying and bank to build this whole entire world of Westeros for HBO, and it's like, why are we already going away from what he's saying? You know what I'm saying? It's very confusing to me. Yeah, make the same mistake twice. That's That'll be bad yet. Yeah, I don't know. So apparently we're right now in a toss-up between either three seasons or four seasons in total. Hopefully we end up getting four because I think that would be the better option. Let's not rush this thing. Let's, let's flush it out and not do what Game of Thrones did. And uh, the last thing the report also said was season two should hopefully be coming if all goes well, summer 2024, which I think is what most of us kind of expected to begin with. We got the first season in summer 2022. So I'm getting of- so sick of having to wait two years for things, you know? I'm about to die. <laughs> I, want this, I want this stuff right now. Right now. Yeah, it's premium It's premium television, man. It's high budget. It's fucking You want me to do it well, quality. Don't rush. Yeah. But now. Yeah. I, I'm not mad with two years. Hanging two years. on by a thread here. <laughs> Someone shit the fill in between then, but I don't know. The cutting of episodes, that worried me. That was a very concerning thing for me to read. Yeah. And for them to even mention that this isn't a cost-cutting thing, it's like, why are you even saying that? Like, you're, you're trying to get in front of it before we start saying that? Like, I don't know. It's a weird move to me. Yeah. Weird move to me. I agree. But we'll see. Hopefully um, hopefully they just do it right. Because I really like the first season, and I, I want this world to grow, and I don't want another Game of Thrones on my hands. That's all I know. I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. I mean, as long as they tell the whole story. You know, like, if the Game of Thrones last few seasons felt rushed because felt like they were skipping out on some content, right? Like For sure. Like they didn't rush, throw on some storylines story that they had set up, you know? And it, that too. It hurt to like leave all that stuff hanging and like why didn't all these other things matter in the solution to the story? So as long as they are telling the whole story, I don't think it matters as much like how many episodes there are. But um, yeah, as long as they give every portion of the story it's due. Yeah. That's well, what we really need to see, but... I hear you. And but you're yeah, definitely not a, good a better person because you've read that story, so you would know better than I. So, but I'm with you. At the end of the day, they need to need flush to, that shit out. Yeah, do don't, right. don't make the same mistake. Yeah. yeah, tell the whole story. Look, do you mind just scrolling down a little bit on those bars so we can just keep watching the levels, and make sure that they uh, keep jumping? Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, from there, let's go to a couple streaming service things I wanted to tackle real quick. I'm not sure if either you. I know Luke, you haven't. I don't know if Los, you did. I can't remember it if not, but. Uh, a show that I'm definitely going to be covering here going forward that started this past Sunday night on Showtime. It's awesome. I talked about it a little bit already. Is Yellow Jackets. Second season started this past Sunday. Uh, premiere for season two is pretty damn good. It wasn't great, but pretty damn good. 
Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to what season two has to offer. I know that these writers from the beginning had a five-season story arc and plan, and it seems like Showtime's getting behind the show, and it seems like a lot of people like it, so hopefully, again, they kind of do this thing the right way. I'm going to cut you off right there. That's so gross. Five seasons? Yeah. Yeah. That was my one complaint. Like I watched season one, and I enjoyed it. I liked the concept, but yep. that season was so slow. They just yeah. dragged it out, and I'm just like, come on, we're going to squeeze this into five seasons? Like... Five? Yeah, I agree. I think as soon as I heard that, I was like, five seems long. It should be I was three max. Three to four, yeah. Three max. Three to four. Three max. Yeah. I, I mean, wouldn't even have been mad about them saying wrapping up season two. See you later. Yeah. My biggest thing is that I have such like um like a like kind of like a fault like when they're when they're doing the when they're like the teenagers and they're in the woods and stuff. That to me is like the peak of my interest. Like I'm at like a like I'm at like a ten peak. You know what I mean? Like I sit up on the chair and I'm like, yeah, that's what right, I'm going on in as well. And then they go to like the modern day and they're a little bit older. And like I kind of couldn't care less about those people. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I don't I, I don't care. As I don't give much, a shit you know about you. I mean? mm-hmm. And I feel like it's weird the way that they're doing it. So like in season one, a big thing is the uh, the kid there supposedly either killed himself or got murdered. They're trying to debate back and forth. But it's like I can't care about this kid's death as much as I probably should until I see all of the shit that he's going to go through and do to get to this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's weird, I feel like, when they do, like when they, when they tell him the story like that. I don't know. Like, his death to me was just like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll care about it. Maybe I won't. But then it's going to be weird in hindsight. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe yeah. I will end up really liking this kid. I don't know. It's weird. But um, the season two, did you watch the season two premiere? No, I no. not. It was, uh, it was pretty good. Like I said, it, it was good. It wasn't great, but it was definitely pretty good. I, I liked it. I'm excited for this season. Elijah Woods joining the cast. I'm excited for that. Oh, Love Elijah shit. Wood. I like that. Yeah, Elijah Woods joining the cast. Excited to see him in it. Uh, I think he's going to be working with the kooky chick there, Mindy, which she's she's my favorite character. She's fucking Yeah, terrific. no. That's actually the, the good point. That's the only the only storyline of the adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, for real. And I'm real. actually like, oh, I like this guy. Dude, her casting is she's so fucking, good, she's dude. Fucking, oh, my God. She's man. crazy. She's perfect. She looks just like the younger version. They're both just the same kookiness. They got the eyes, the glasses, the hair. Oh, man. Perfect. She's my favorite character by far. I, I love that girl. She's a cookie, cookie bitch. Uh, but like I said, that's going to be a show that we're going to be going uh, covering going forward. So if you guys want to keep up with the show and stuff, I would definitely suggest going and check that out. You can binge the whole first season, which me and Steph just binged the first season again before this one started. And I do feel like the binge, it's less slow when you can go like, yeah. you know what I mean? When, you yeah, can when I say it's slow, I don't even need to say it's bad. I did enjoy it. I'll, yeah, I'm going to watch season two. I just felt like they could have... Just gave me a little more something. Yeah. It's just they seem like they dragged out that season. It's like they stretched it out as long as they could. And it's that was like, another one. They always gave you one really good scene that always yeah. kind of made you want more. You know what I mean? There was always one big scene yeah. in every episode. Like, oh, that's, that's a awesome. that's an, that's a show I could I would be fine with them condensing to like six episodes. And just like give me the meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give me more of the Protein. give them more of the wilderness. Give me more of the wilderness shit. Give me, yeah. Just give me more yeah. of that. That's the stuff that I'm really interested. In. But um, no, I'm interested to see where this season goes. It definitely looks pretty good. They did one of those uh, like coming up on this season things after the first episode. I did like the poster for season two. Yeah, yeah, the poster's dope yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, girl yeah. With, the, with the antlers yeah. and the and the veil the over it. On yeah. Still though, very yeah. very dope. The poster's sick. Yeah, yeah. That girl's that religious girl. She's gonna be taking a step. Actually, she's not religious, but she's the one that's seeing things now. It's like Dottie, I think her name is. She's gonna be taking a big step forward. I think this season. It seems like she's gonna be kind of like almost like a leader out there. Interesting. Yeah. But uh, check that out. Sunday night showtime. Phil in the Sunday night serving too because that's my favorite night to watch television I do know that uh, what's that HBO show that everyone Succession's on right now too Ooh. I I'm gonna try to give that one another shot 
I'm going to try to give it another shot. I've already tried twice. I think I'm just going to skip the pilot this time. I've already watched the pilot twice. Yeah. I'm just going to skip the episode two this time. Yeah, it's weird because I do. He was just complaining about a show being slow, but Succession is literally the slowest show. Super slow burn, yeah, right? It's a slow burn, but yeah. for whatever reason, it grinds, <laughs> People love my, it, man. It grinds my gears. <laughs> I like it. People it's love it. going. Uh, from there, let's go to another streaming show. The last time we talked to you guys, we talked a little bit about the first part of season four of You. We got the second part of season four of You. Um, and honestly, I really enjoyed it. It was definitely my uh, my least favorite season altogether, though, of the four so far. I'm still going to go back and rewatch it and stuff. But Joe went full cuckoo bird, man. Like, obviously, he's always been, you know, unhinged and a stalker and got some mental illness. I mean, he's a murderer, no doubt. He's got mental problems. But he came fully fucking unhinged this season, man. You know, uh, split personalities, blacking out. I mean, <laughs> it, shit was crazy. He had that whole, the whole mayor personality. You saw, you saw the whole second yeah. Season, right? So that whole mayor thing, that was a great twist. The mayor having no idea who he was, that was awesome. It was a good twist, but honestly, I thought the concept was dumb. I kind of, I didn't like I, it. I, I don't know. Season, season four. You know, season, you a season, yeah, season, season four. four yeah. Season four kind of. Lost a little bit? Yeah, it kind of lost me a little bit. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Definitely, like I said, it was my least favorite season. Uh, as far as like the love interest that Joe has, this was definitely my uh, least yeah. favorite girl by far. I did yeah. not care for this bitch at all. Uh, she's a lesbian. She was not love or... Uh, I can't even think... It's a it challenge. Was, um, oh, man. <laughs> it's a challenge. <laughs> I can't think of the first season's girl name there, but fucking... Uh, she was she was all right, too. She was better than this girl. But uh, I don't know. There was a lot of twists and turns. I thought they were going to wrap it up this season, to be honest, for a while. Especially during that finale when he goes under the water and shit. I was like, oh, wow, like... This is it. Like, Joe's going to die. I was like, this This is sad. I was like, I know he's a crazy bitch and he kills people, but I don't want him to die. You know did, you, I mean? did you see the news that they recently just put out? That, season five? Yeah, it's going to be the last season. Last season. Yeah, yeah which I think that I think that makes sense. Let's go. Let's do one last. Yeah. We got to wrap Unfortunately, up but yeah, Joe's, Joe's about to get... Joe's about to get murked out by somebody. Yeah. On his, uh, that last season, I mean, that last season, that very last scene, he was getting cocky. Now that he's got some, you know, financial backing with this new girl of his, and she's got some power from her dad and stuff, he was he was cocky to that student is. He was like, "Rich, like you can do that, but you go up against me now, you're gonna be in trouble." He's got some swag to him, so we'll see. He always gets in with these really rich girls. Loves loves family, same thing. She was loaded and had a bunch of money and power, same shit. He always he always picks these. Uh, Money. Yeah, it's weird how that works, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's weird how people are attracted to people with money. Shit, how does that work? <laughs> but uh, I still enjoyed this season overall. I still had a good time with it. I fucking, I can't help it. I just, I don't know what it is, man. Something about this guy. He's just kooky. I love. I love Joe. Yeah, I feel like this was his worst season for him, though. I don't know. Just like I said, it just lost me a little bit. The whole multiple personalities and stuff. Like, and I do agree, it was a good twist at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a cheap twist. At what cost? Yeah, it, I mean, the whole season. The whole, like, after that, I was watching the season, and I'm just like, I don't know, I'm lost here. Like this is this is a little much for me. Can we just go back to him being a fucking a stalker, a stalker yeah, creep? Yeah, 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 and it yeah. just makes me laugh watching him just pull shenanigans. <laughs> like, yeah, that is the funniest stuff. Is him just literally like, especially in season one, like him just watching is just the funniest, like the funniest scene. And he's talking to himself. It's the funniest commentary. It's hysterical. But I mean, it kind of made sense, you know. I mean, he, I mean, he's just—he's already obviously, like we said, he's been crazy from the jump. But the more crazy shit he's getting into, and just age—they say you get fucking that shit gets worse. You know what I mean? He's obviously untreated; he ain't taking any of them. So all those mental illnesses that he's just—they're just just getting worse. Head first into all this. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Embracing so it, them. It's almost surprising that he got this far before he finally split. I will say, you know, how they split the, the season in two halves. I did enjoy the first half a lot, like just on its own. Yeah, like yeah. If you just watch the first There's season, history. Like, yeah, exactly. And, and they really don't reveal much leading up to that split. So yeah, yeah. if you watch the first half of the season on its own, 
it's actually really good in it. Like it really. So I can't, I can't, I can't say that the season was terrible. I do still enjoy the season. The first yeah. half of the season was really good. It really. You went the first half better. Yeah, the first half was way better because I was didn't know what exactly was going to happen. But I, I just feel like the I feel like the payoff in in the second half of the season, it just. It wasn't great, in my opinion. I feel like I feel like other seasons had better payoffs for sure. I think I can co-sign that. No, I think I agree. I did like the first half. I think a little bit better, especially just because it's like I, I like that murdery mystery kind of whodunit kind of shit. I, I still like the twist, but yeah, no, I hear you. It was also kind of like what else could they have done? Kind of twist, you know what I mean? It's like that's a typical yeah. thing. Very secret windowy, you know what I mean? Johnny Depp. At the I end. still miss my girl, love though. She was, yes, I can't believe uh, I can't man. fucking think of that girl. If she watches this podcast somehow, she sees this. Just, just know, I love you, uh, Victoria. I'll, I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. I love that. <laughs> I love that lady. Yeah, she's in a few good things. She's in a few good things. She's in a, um, Hill House. Yeah. She was in Bly Manor. Both of those. Yeah, I should. I I, I knew her name. Is it the mom from Hill House? No, 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 no. It's the. I was gonna uh, say she's a smoke too. But. Oh yeah, she's um, Amanda uh, Amanda Daniels in Entourage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, especially in that show. She looks awesome in that show. Yeah, and for being forty or whatever now. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No doubt. Uh, but yeah, no. She's the uh, like the youngest daughter, the one that ends up killing herself. Okay, that yeah, gets uh, Victoria. Right. I think it's Victoria Pandretti or Padrotti, something like that. It's definitely an Italian name. I know that. Yeah, I, I remember her from Haunting a Hill House. Yeah, she, big eyes. She's good. Yeah, she's good, and she's great at being sad, man. There's no one. She fucking she kills me, man. Yeah. She's she's really good at being depressed. Um, yeah, like I said, my least favorite season. I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch it though. Whenever I'm watching the show, I still enjoyed it, and uh, I'll be there for season five. You know what I mean? I'm ready for. I think season five. Let's close it out. Should be able to have a pretty satisfying ending like however he goes down right because yeah. that's how it's gonna end you know it's I don't gonna be see him. i don't want to see him die though you know? i don't want to see him go down i want to see him like kind of go out yeah. on top to be honest i know it's, i know that's sick but i can't help it is he gonna achieve all his sexual goals and just ride off into the sunset maybe i don't yeah i don't know <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up with him in like a fucking a psych ward, just like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and yeah. Shutter Island. There, so, so you like, haven't yeah. seen you, right? No, yeah. I- I'm aware of what it is. So like, so like oh, all his things he does, got oh, like, watches it. She, I don't think she watched. Uh, definitely not season four, but I think she might have watched the first three. I was gonna say that's a great. Like that's how me and Los both started. His like, like his ambitions and everything, literally, because you were just saying like he's gonna accomplish all the sex goals. They literally his, his ambitions are not sexually related at all. Not usually. Yeah. They're they're <laughs> like he, he's like truly trying like in his own warped way. He's truly trying to find the love of his life and that to make that life that, better. that he's gonna like yeah. that he truly loves and wants to be with. But he just does it in such a Psychopathic and just twisted oh, way that you're just like you're like this guy has good this guy has good intentions but like look he's like testing these women somehow so oh, yeah he just he just takes everything way too far his... he stalks them like, oh yeah like he doesn't like, know every single thing about them yeah, yeah. the right girl kind of thing yeah that and just yeah uh, you're just gonna watch it, I'm telling yeah. you I've never turned a 180 more on a show in my life I swear to God yeah we were literally was, gaming we had to turn our shit I, off I never watched it but I just saw things about it on social media and people talking about it and I was like this show looks fucking dumb I was like this. I was like, yeah, back there is real. But I was like, this yeah. show. I was like, this show looks absolutely horrible. Like nothing that I would want to watch. Like just not yeah, up my like alley. Like a girl hey. drama. Yeah. Show. And then I watched it. Me and Nick one day. Thought the same thing. I came over here. Yeah. To Nick's house and Nick and Steph were watching it and they were on like season. They were on like season one, episode one or episode two. No, we were gaming. Is that what it was? Steph was watching it and we were gaming. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I kept uh, slowly I, I, the headphones yes, came off. Exactly what started and just, happening. And, yes. I just, and I was like. I was like, "What is this show?" Yeah, and then, yes. and then, and then I, we never stopped. After yeah. that. We just continued. We just turned watching. off our shit. We're like, "All right, you know what? Let's start this up. We, let's just start this over." Yeah. 
Because I think Steph was only on the pilot. You know what I mean? Let's say like we like she watched the first episode. We're like, you know what? Like, hang on, stop. Let's just restart this whole thing back up. It's that good. I'm telling you, it's a great show though. It is. Yeah. All right. Super, super kooky, man. You just can't help but cheer for him, even though he's a psychopath. You just can't. He's the most. <laughs> I just find the show guy. hilarious. I yeah. find myself laughing during that Constantly. show. I feel like it's not even intentional that they're make, they're trying to be like funny, and I just I find it hysterical. Yeah, I'm just laughing. sometimes they, there is definitely a dark comedy aspect yeah. that they definitely push, but yeah. sometimes for sure it's just us. <laughs> sometimes it's for sure just us. I just love that show. It's hilarious. Oh, I love it too. I can't get enough. But yeah, I, I think uh, fifth season will be good. Hopefully, I just I don't know. The chances of him being like just free, uh, I feel like a low. Jail would suck. Death would give me. I'd say death better than jail or a psych ward. Psych ward seems possible though. <laughs> nah, I feel like he's gonna die. Yeah, I think death is. I think death could definitely seem possible. That drowning scene of his was hysterical. He's like people. He's like people <laughs> what say. Kind of shows you know, oh, the man, drowning he, scene was hysterical. You gotta watch it. You just gotta watch it. As he's drowning, because constantly the things he's talking to himself, like out loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So constantly he's doing that. And one of the things he's saying is that uh, he's like people that have survived trying to kill themselves via drowning have, been, have that have been saved. You know, people have pulled them out and resuscitated them. They said, like, while they're drowning, they're regretting it the whole way because of how painful it is. And as he's going down, he's like, they're absolutely right. This is awful. <laughs> Which is the way, like, he says it. It's like, yeah. it's dark, but it's like, it's so funny. Yeah. Fun fact is definitely that's the least way. Like, I don't want to die by Yeah, no. That is... I, no, the no, the, the no. inability to breathe and then to finally like try to breathe something in and you're sucking in water into your lungs, that just sounds absolutely awful. Just yeah. terrible. That flames fucking fire. Yeah, burning awful. is right up there too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a few. Drowning and burning, I'm all set. Yeah, I'm out. I remember learning about the Titanic in like elementary school and they were like you know, emblazoned that in my brain. Like, yeah, yeah. All these people like choked on thirty two degree water. Great. Died. Thank you yeah. so much, teacher. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's the worst it. way to die. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to have nightmares sure. at all now. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, um, from there, let's go to the next Netflix show that we just got to, to check out. It's Out of Banks Season 3. The Pogues are back. The Kooks are back. I really liked season three. I saw, uh, for the most part, people enjoyed it. I saw a couple, a little bit of hate here and there online, but not too much. I enjoyed the season more than I enjoyed season two. I had a couple problems with it, but for the most part, I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed season two. Season one's still the king by far, no doubt about that. Yeah. But uh, I liked the season overall. I thought it was pretty good. Like I said, I had my problems with it, which we'll get into in a second. But overall, I, I liked the season. I, I enjoyed the season, but again, same issue. I just thought the payoff was weak. Okay. I, I th- really had an issue with the final I get what you're episode saying. of the season. I, I, get had what you're a, I had a major, major issue, but we'll get into that. So. I get what you're saying. Well, actually, while you mentioned the, the final episode, the payoff being weak, one thing I want to shout out right at the top, Sarah, who I've not my favorite character at all, literally one of my least favorite characters on the show, not a Sarah fan. I love Sarah. Well, let me tell you, if it wasn't for Sarah, they would have been fucked in that last episode. They would have left empty-handed like 12 feet from the treasure just like simple clues and john b had already forgotten like dude your dad just told you one clue to remember like one clue to remember and they get to the end of that game he's like we're fucked there's nothing here we gotta go home and sarah's the one that fucking bails she bails him out a couple times in that last episode it wasn't for her man they'd be fucked which i think that that was intentional because there was always that distrust between the dad and sarah and cameron's and that shit but It wasn't for her, man. Those two guys are supposed to be the treasure hunters. Yeah, I don't trust the father, dude. Get out of here. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. He left your son fucking fend for himself his whole life. Oh, he left, him in, he left him in the trenches taking grenades. All right. Let's get, let's get yeah, into Big that. John let's can get into kiss that. my ass. Let's get into that. <laughs> the biggest problem with this season was Big John. Oh, his acting is horrendous. The terrible, <laughs> terrible actor. Terrible casting. 
And then the character was awful. How is anybody supposed <laughs> to like this guy? He's a terrible father. Awful father. Terrible father. Terrible Literally, father. When he terrible treasure hunter. He didn't yeah. accomplish anything on his own. The guy yep. stinks at everything. That's he true. stinks at everything. The only thing he did was he made a gorgeous human being son. He's also <laughs> dumb as rocks. Dumb but as yeah, rocks, yeah. Very, yeah, handsome guy. Unbelievable, dude. Fucking, when he like, tried to get John B to go mug like the old lady, I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, dude, what, why are you trying to get your son to go mug this old woman at gunpoint? I was like, you're sick. Dude. You have issues. Yeah, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely just, just a terrible, like you said, just terrible heart. It was awful. Right? I'm lost oh, for words. I was oh, gonna, yeah, I, no. I, I had thoughts in my head, but I'm just lost for words. It was so bad. They hey. can't, just, he's just bad. What about this, too? What about his running? One of the most unathletic human beings I've ever seen in my life. A lot of running scenes in this show, oh, Luke, right? God, you know what yeah. I mean? Like treasure hunting or running from bad guys. Lots of running scenes. Tom Cruise running scenes. Yeah, and all these kids, right, the Pogues that we follow throughout season to season, they're all, you know, very in shape, look like athletic. Like are gonna be on the run, kids, and then you got Big John with them, who's just like the most awkward runner you've ever seen in your life, dude. It was awful. I was just like, this is this, and then the the corny lines, which I guess isn't technically his fault, but I was like, this guy stinks, man. His acting was just awful. Stinks, man. I thought John B's acting was bad. Yeah, that's actually maybe. Hey, maybe it's more believable than it's not that they're yeah, actually no father and son. Father and son, both bad actors. <laughs> But fucking uh, the other thing too is the fact that so they, you know he's a huge part of this season. They, his character is huge, and him and John B are together all the time. It took away from you know, which I, in my opinion, is the best part of the show. It took away from like the group Pogue dynamic. You yeah. know what I mean, yeah. John B and Sarah were always away from the group. With yeah, fucking it was very split up, which wasn't as always good. split up. Which now let's get to the good. On top of everything that I did like about this season, the connections I thought were fucking beautiful. I fucking loved it. I've been cheering for JJ and Kiara, my two favorite characters. They finally got together. Love that. Pope and Cleo, they got together. Love that. I was like, hell yeah, this is beautiful. This is my kind of world. This is perfect. I loved it. I was so happy. J that um penultimate episode, episode nine, when JJ goes and saves Key from the fucking that little summer camp there. Uh, that whole shit got me going. I was fucking, I was all pumped up. I was just pumping on my couch, they kissing, all the girls are going crazy. This is great. I love this show, man. This show's awesome. I think they definitely changed uh, JJ's character quite a bit from the first two seasons. Like, the first two seasons, he's like the wild man. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's just like especially, making impulsive decisions. It's like, season he's like, let's do yeah. it. And then, and then this season, I feel like they made him like all empathetic and like. Season one, like, especially. Season two, he was already mellowing out a little bit. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, I think. So in season one, he does that, and the group gives him shit for it. You know what I mean? Like, they call him out on that and fucking... I think he was going through some shit. You know what I mean? Especially with his dad being a psychopath. He ended up finally taking care of all that stuff, put the daddy stuff behind him. I think he was just kind of... I get the mellowing out a little bit. Now he's obviously got to think for Key, so that's like a that's a priority of his for sure. That uh, else who has a think for a Key? Me. <laughs> <laughs> this guy right here. This, this man. Key, Key. Hi. How you doing? Do you love me? Oh my God, I, I am. I am infatuated. I love her. I got to think for Sarah. I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. Love the way she runs. <laughs> What's she like? There's a lot of that in the show. Again, yeah. we talked about that. A lot Some of running. Slow motion. We can hate on John, on Big John for running, but damn, does Sarah run so good? Yeah, like I said, all the kids are athletic as fuck. They all fucking make all those scenes look good. There's actually. Um, so again, this show is. Luke, it's, while I love it, and it's a, it's a great show, I, I do, I love it, there are, it's not a perfect show, you know what I mean? There There is a lot of bad, but it's like lovable bad, if that makes sense. Like, you've got to take the bad for what it is. 
it was a few different times this season where I caught some fucking shots of extras where if you're looking just right, where it's just like, wow, no one checked, like, no one checked this in editing at all. Yeah. <laughs> picking his nose. <laughs> Dude, this, oh man, there's one, so, um, there's one scene where fucking, um, it's towards the end of the season, I, I fucking, I, I paused it so Steph could come in, I was rewatching it, and Pope's, Pope hops on one of those dirt bikes, right? And Cleo goes to hop on the back. So you see Cleo hops on the back, and you see them like go to take off. And then the camera changes, and it shows them fly up the strip. And the guy that's driving the motorcycle is just like completely shaved head. I'm just like, you know, that, you notice something different about Pope? And Steph's like, oh, yeah, huh? And it's like, <laughs> so Pope's got like a, like a small, small afro, like the smallest, like a lot of hair, you know what I mean? This guy just completely shaved head. I'm just like, come on now. That's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. How would you even shoot that shot? I guess they plan on putting it in after. Dude, I can't believe that. That's what I was saying. I was like, how do you guys shoot this without a wig? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, yeah. does, how do you guys say action without, no, I don't know, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Special effects is like, yeah, it's going to be like 100 grand. They're like, ah, just skip it. All right. It's yeah. a one second. And if that's something you're going to do with post, it's going to be a sticky note somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was another one too with um, uh, Topper. Uh, it's a Topper scene where he's like, it's uh, during the episode where they're doing the cross, I think, and he gets out as an action scene kind of thing. And there's a dude who's like, he's got to be fucking. Well, the, well, the actor that plays Topper's probably already in his late 20s. This guy's got to be 40 years old. <laughs> just like a 40-year-old doing the same exact outfit, kind of the same hair, but just like, doesn't even really look like him at all. I was just like, oh, Jesus. Just get that out of here. But a couple of funny things like that. The JJ bike scene wasn't wasn't great either, actually. Do you remember uh, when they think like so they're steal they think they're stealing the cross off the back of the uh, off the back yeah, of the car yeah. and like JJ like peels out on the bike and was just like, How did he just Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Not gonna question the physics of any yeah, of this. No, it's totally no. okay. JJ's fine, that's all I care about. This show stinks. We love it though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's one it's of the worst best shows you've ever seen. It is, it's right up there. The directors are just it, a little really bit when they when they go through everything. It's fine. Yeah, Here's it's fucking. I, I love it. I really can't get enough. Um, season four definitely seems like is on the horizons. The way that they ended it, fucking Blackbeard. Hell yeah. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, as long as the payoff's good, I don't care. Like, I feel like the payoff for season one was unbelievable. Payoff for two was really good. Payoff for season three was uh, lackluster, in my opinion. Yeah, two for me. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like two for me is the biggest letdown. I don't know. Two just didn't. Just didn't do it for me for a couple of I don't know. I feel like the payoff of two didn't hit at all for me. So the show is like in the future in like where there's multiple planets and stuff, sounds like or no. No, 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 no. no, no. no. I don't think yeah. this is just a bunch of just, yeah, treasure hunters. Just, just kids treasure hunt, hunters. Kids yeah. treasure. The first bunch season of, they're they're hunting for some kids. some buried some particular ship whatever came from Spain uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Royal Merchant. Yeah, Royal Merchant, Which yeah. leads to the they're trying, cross. They're trying to find the the treasure. Uh, the cross. And they, like, they follow the clues the whole season, <laughs> and, and then yes, yeah, season two. I watched the show too the, much. They're, <laughs> they're looking for the cross that is like the cross of Santo Domingo. Yeah, so cross like of Santo Domingo. Yeah. What is it? It's like the Goonies. So it's yeah. So I would. Uh, I would season three. Really, well, you haven't got into it, but season three, they're hunting for El Dorado. That's that's El Dorado. Yeah. So yeah. you think El fucking Dorado? Like the, the payoffs gonna be? They're all interconnected, which is cool. But that's how like the story. The storytelling is not awful. You know what I mean? I was actually surprised. Like as soon as they said El Dorado, I literally kind of like went like a. Poof. I was like, I kind of like the new we doing fictional shit. I was like, now we're doing like the Lost City of Gold and stuff. Like, wow, you know what that is? And I was like, yeah, it's a, it's a fake thing. I was like, that's the. It's, it's that's like the, the yeah. That's the thing of treasure hunters. <laughs> right, like, that right, is the. Right. That's it. Like, like El Dorado is it. Like yeah. it's the city of gold. Like Building that. That's just why. Gold. That's right. why it leads me back to say the payoff 
just in my personal opinion, was lackluster for a while. Once they got there, it was kind of, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like, is. So they do the same thing in National Treasure. They find in the song, yeah. National Treasure yeah. too. The same yeah. thing, El Dorado. Same thing. But I that one they I feel did. Like I, feel like way better. I feel like they did yeah, it way better for sure. Yeah, not and, like and National Treasure so two sucked compared to National Treasure one. So like I don't know, that just goes to put it in perspective. Like, yeah, this fifteen year old movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking Rocket Power mixed with like Scooby Doo, especially now going forward because now we're just taking jobs from anybody. Now we got Blackbeard people. Fucking now it seems like like Scooby Doo, Rocket Power, fucking Goonies, like all <laughs> all mixed in together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, it's a good time. I did appreciate uh, Rafe's character. Dude, I can't help it. I know some people fucking can't say it. I fucking love that kid. He's oh, fucking awesome. He was awesome. great. Dude, no, he's, he's like, fantastic. He's one of the best parts of the season, in my yep. opinion. He's, he just be- starts becoming a psychopath. And, yep. And, I don't know. Becoming a man. It's it's good a man psychopath. Yeah, it's good entertainment. <laughs> a man psychopath. His shit with Ward. Psychopath with direction. Dude, like, for instance, right? Like, hey, well, Ward, right? Ward, total, like, scumbag character, totally, like, an asshole, like, and hateable. I was like, he's a ten times, like, more likable character than Big John is just because Big John sucks so bad. Oh, he's just acting. I was like, at least so Ward's a bad. good bad guy. You respect the good bad guy. You know at least I mean? Ward Cameron, I've seen other, like, movies and TV shows. He's actually in, uh, an actual... He's a good credit credited you know actor. This guy Big John, they pulled him they pull him out of the freaking homeless in Philadelphia. They were like, <laughs> I don't know. Who hey, you want a job? Yeah, it's someone's relative. He was someone. selling knockoff Maybe. sunglasses on the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> oh shit. But Ward's a good Ward was a good bad guy and fucking now I, he had a, I feel like he had a good out. He had a I feel like he went out doing what he wanted to do, which was kind of earning some points back with his daughter. And now Rafe is fucking I mean he was already going off a bit this season, but now he's really set to go off going forward. I'm I'm waiting though. It's it's gonna happen eventually. Like he's gonna be a part of the squad. You know what I thought was cheesy. He's coming. He's coming to board. You know what I thought was cheesy about this season though was the uh, I can't remember his name, the, but the villain. <laughs> Dude, you that know guy with accents. So, that guy I was, fucking love that guy. That his guy accent was, was so bad. bad. I loved it. Oh, it was bad. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> oh, there was one phrase he kept saying over and over and over and over again. Oh, I can't fucking think of it now. It was like, oh fuck, I can't think of it. There was one phrase, though, that he kept saying over and over and over. It wasn't like, let me tell you. It was something uh, like that, though. No, I, I fucking can't think of what it was, but he kept saying it. Oh, the accent was terrible. Mm. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, uh, you know, or something like that. Yeah, it was fucking, uh, I can't think of what he, he it What's was the accent? Is it Spanish? Oh, uh, like Caribbean? Like, say, like, uh, you know, like Bahamas, maybe. Yeah, yeah Bahamas. I think, uh, where did they, I think it was Bahamas. Was it Bahamas? Um, I think they were in the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. NASA. Yeah, which is nah, in the Bahamas, right? I don't know. Maybe it was. Na- it might have been NASA. Actually, was Bahamas. Yeah, was that season two? Nassau. I don't know. Actually, season two, I think, was Nassau. That's where the house was. I think, and shit. Yeah, and that's what. Sorry, I think that was season two. But uh, yeah, obviously Netflix knows they have a money maker on their hands. People absolutely <laughs> fucking love the show. It's obviously you know for teenagers and shit like that. But I fucking can't get enough of it. I love it. That's right up my alley. You obviously love it. I know a couple of our friends on that. It's the same thing. Him and Megan started it. And now they're addicted too. It's just it's just great TV. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Show. It's a feel good show. I, like I said, dude. I just I was just naming things. I was like, I watch the show a lot, and that's because I like I just throw it on. Like, dude, I was just saying on the bachelor party, like I was on the plane, like the fucking flight there. I ended up watching a lot of March Madness, but before the game started, I literally watched like two episodes out of <laughs> yeah, all I can say is there's a lot of stuff that Netflix puts out, and there's a lot of stuff that gets canceled after a season or two, and there's a reason why that's getting already yeah. greenlit for season four. And even like this, like we were show, talking about you before, but you's a really good show too. Is the reason why they they're coming on a fifth season. They're they're good shows. Yeah, yeah. And kind of they have a, they, a lot of similarities in a way of like how like they're likable bad. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like neither of them are like award winning shows. You know what I'm no. saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. It's just like good, bad TV. You know what I mean? I can't help it. Addicted. Can't yeah. help it. Can't Better help. than anything you'd see on cable TV, though. That's for that's for damn sure. Yeah. There's something to be said for those shows that are just, like, bad, but you love them. I mean, the ball is always comes to mind. Like, that show mm. always made me feel good. I was like, this show sucks, but it's awesome. I like that show, too. Oh, man. That's what it is. To the That's, point where I was surprised when people said it was bad, but then I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right." Oh, it is. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's in the same category. It's one of the. It's one of the best worst shows. Yeah. But I love it. Oh, it's but great. Yeah, it is kind of stupid, isn't it? Oh yeah, this is outrageous. I fucking love it though. Like, I can't. I've rewatched that show like four or five times, dude. I love that show. Yeah. Mr. Seabird's one of my favorite characters, dude. I fucking quote that guy like crazy. Yeah. I think my fantasy team after him and shit. I'm Mr. learning Dude. French, Charles. Uh, <laughs> teaching myself to yeah, French. Teaching myself to speak French. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Charles. <laughs> don't, fuck with the, don't fuck with the southern man in his gumbo now. <laughs> I fucking love Mr. Zipa. He was great. Uh, but there's a lot, of, a lot of shows like that, man. I can't help it. I'm addicted to them. Uh, but I think, uh, I think that wraps it up for pretty much for Out of Banks. Like I said, second favorite season. Uh, put right in the middle of that. Season one definitely reigns king. Season one by far in a way, I still think is the best one. But I liked three. I thought all together it was pretty damn good, and I'm excited. To, I want to see more from these characters. I'm still a little bit of a reader, too, as you guys know. I know Luke is, too. But I just saw that there's actually, uh, they just put out the second one. But there's Just like the Stranger Things books that I've been reading, they just put out two books for Out of Banks. Same characters, just kind of like expanded stories and stuff. Short, like, 300-page things. So I was like, yeah. It's like outside of the series, though? It's not like adapting the... The season or something? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you know, it's like stories within the same. So they'll probably be like in between seasons and stuff like that. Like, what were the characters doing in between seasons one and two? I saw like the plot lines and it was like, they were, you know, very like basic. They weren't like dealing with as far as like the treasure hunting. It was more like character based shit and stuff like that. Right. They get a little leeway as far as like how interesting the story has to be because people are actually. They actually just want to fill in the blanks a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I actually related it to Rocket Power earlier like that. Kind of like more like, all right, now we're just going to kind of do like more like almost surfing episodes. I know one of them is actually yeah. very heavy. Uh, Adventures of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know there was like a surfing competition that came to that town in one of the one of the books. So I know like that's one of the things. Kiara enters it with Rafe's in it too and shit. So like, all right. Yeah. I'll fucking I'll read this shit. It's like for that one's from like her perspective and Pope and they go back and forth. I was like, Sounds good to me. And then the other one was the opposite. John D and JJ. Sounds good. I'll bang those out. Fucking dive in. I'm always down for more, uh, for more out of bank stories. I'm in. I love this world. From there, I want to go to the cinema, the box office, baby. Uh, a couple of movies that we checked out. Two movies. I think actually you only checked out one, right? You checked out Scream with me. No, nope. you didn't see Creed though, right? Luke, you didn't check out either of these. I haven't seen either. No. All uh, right. So I'll, uh, I'll will, go through. I will I'll, eventually. I'll go through Creed pretty quick then. Uh, Creed was fucking awesome. Creed three was absolutely fantastic. I legitimately can't say enough good things about it. Uh, I would say it's, I, I gave it like a 9.1, 9.2. I would say it is just as good as Creed 1 is. The only thing that I put Creed 1 that would maybe rank it higher is Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Rocky was unbelievable in the first movie. Sylvester Stallone should have won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. He was robbed. That's what gives that movie the edge. But this movie was awesome. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut, he killed it. This movie, like, was, so this is, so this is Creed 3. We've done, Five, uh, six Rockies, because you have Rocky Balboa, so uh, six Rockies, three Creeds now, so nine boxing movies from the same world, and this one was fucking unique, this one was original, this one was creative, this one had its own style, the fight scenes were crazy, like they were different, but intense, like very, very, very intense, not that the other ones weren't, they always have been, but this one, they upped it a little bit, and they did it with a different flair and a different style that was really good, um, so I can't say, I, I thought Michael B. Jordan killed it. Uh, I thought that 
Jonathan Majors was unbelievable. He was every bit the bad guy that they made him out to be. He's and a beast. They, yeah, dude. So in the so they did a great job too, as far as in the movie, the beginning of the movie. You actually like they do it like in the trailer. They say like Jonathan Majors like takes a fall basically for Creed, goes to jail, and now he's out. And in the beginning of the movie, you actually feel for Jonathan Majors' character because Creed's kind of almost being a little bit of a dick to him, kind of like. Dude, if all this is true and he took the fall for you, like you should be kind of giving him a little bit more rope, maybe help him out a little bit, you know what I mean? So at the beginning, you're kind of feeling for Jonathan Major's character. And then all of a sudden, about midway through the movie, they flip it on you, dude, and you're like, all right, like, let's go kick this fucking guy's ass, you know what I mean? He's been playing. Yeah. I mean, the whole time, yeah. Dude, fucking, the way, dude, Jonathan Major's was, first of all, they were both swole out of their minds. I mean, both yeah, guys Majors were ridiculous. But Jonathan Majors is, I think Jonathan Majors is a, a naturally bigger guy, like in the show, like he's got a wider chest, I think he's got like just a bigger frame, naturally, so when he put on that muscle, he looked so much, Michael B. Jordan though, he looked like he had so much muscle on his body, when he flexed even the slightest bit, it literally looked like his muscle was trying to rip through his skin, like it looked like there wasn't enough room in his body for all of his muscle, you know what I mean? But John, dude, Jonathan Majors was, like you said, it was huge. Wait, every single round, so they show like two or three of his fights, and every single time when he comes out of the corner, he comes out like super fast, like all like hunched over, and he comes out like a wrecking ball. It's, that's like almost like that's what it reminds me of, you know, like when a wrecking ball's in full swing, because he's like all like hunched in like this, and he comes at like 100 miles an hour, like right to the, there's no quick, you know, slow walk to the middle, he fucking is ready to like go. Every time I was like, oh shit, that's intimidating, man. I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah. I ain't gonna go meet that, you know what I mean? No shot. But um, it was really, it was it was really, really good. I, I, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I'm a big fan of that world, but I would definitely suggest going to check it out in theaters. I was gonna say, I feel like that's a really good type of movie to see in theaters, too. Definitely. Like, just feel the power of a punch, like definitely. speakers and like. Definitely. Uh, definitely, definitely a cool one. I don't want to get too much bit. away, too, but you see, uh, actually, you saw the Northman with me. Yeah. Remember the Northman final fight? When they do like that samurai black and white to the volcano? They do something very similar to that in this for like the, the, like the final fight. And dude, it was, it was very cool. It was very, very cool. It's like a tone shift, right? The most important moment kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it was like, oh, that. I, did, I wasn't like, you know what I mean? I was like, I, some, I guess some people are like, oh, this is kind of corny. Like, da, 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 da. Like, nah, that was awesome. That was fucking dope. But everything I've seen, everyone's kind of saying the same thing that they loved it. Michael like B. Jordan said that he was going for that style too, a little bit of that. Uh, like he's a big anime fan, so it's like from that world. And shit. I was like, yeah, totally get it. I was, like, totally I was gonna ask who he might have been inspired by. Like, it sounds like it's something that he might have taken from one movie or something. But yeah, he, he said it. Well, he's a big. He said it like he said a big, big anime fan. So a lot of like, say for instance, like that was was taken right from that. Um, which I know that they, they do that a lot in that shit. Like you know, like they're in a fight and like all of a sudden like it, it's it looks like they're like in an ultimate dimension kind of a thing, even though they're really where they are, but. To switch things up, you know right. what I mean? Right. It was it was very very cool. It's very very cool. Like I said, I, I nine point one nine point two. I loved it, and that's coming from a fan of you know like fan of the world, but still, it's awesome. Go check it out for sure. I mean, if anything, that means you have some high standards for it. Like I would, you're not the type to just automatically love it because it has the Rocky name on it. You know? Like, no, no, for I feel sure. Like you no. have you have higher standards for it because you you love that world. Yeah, for sure. I I, I like I mean I really liked Creed two, but I thought Creed two had a couple like a couple of just small issues like here and there, and like that one to me is like that's like you know low. I probably have it low to mid eights kind of thing. Creed one is. I, Creed One is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so good. And like I said, I can't say enough things about Sylvester Stallone is so friggin' good 
as the like trainer, older Rocky version of himself. He's so good. He was robbed, robbed, robbed of that Oscar. Absolutely robbed. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I think that's probably going to be the end of this war. I can't imagine there'll be a Creed Four because even in this one, he was already retired and he came out of retirement to fight. Does so he have I, a son though? He does. I sure yeah, hope it's yeah, fucking over, dude. I think they need to take that whole series and just, just gotta wait twenty years for it to cool off and just then his son finish will... it, dude. <laughs> I'm you haven't seen the Creeds, have you? No. Well, now, now, well, well, it's actually dude, it actually it, it actually makes me want to watch the first one just because you say Sylvester Stallone has such a good performance in it. But oh, he's awesome in it. Now, nah, I mean, he's, he's no, the, the Rockies. The, the, the late Rockies, Rockies are rough. The late Rockies are rough. Exactly. It just lost its luster, and then when I saw them come up with a new series, they're trying to revitalize it. I was just like, "See you later." The other problem with it too is that boxing in real life absolutely smells, and the only person oh, with yeah, any yeah. interest in is Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury. So, uh, yeah, outside of that, I think boxing's well, dead. I think the movies honestly, about I, boxing are dead. It's like the ninth movie of the installment. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, so that's he, my take. That's on part it. of the reason why I what love we, it. Though, what, are we, what are we doing? Like. Fucking, I hear my dad talking about how boxing was like, like you know, back when he was younger and had, like in the heyday and shit. And I was like, man, that's awesome because I love boxing. But like you said, the sport's dead now. You know, it's, it's it's dead, and even when it's not dead, it's super corrupt. So it's it's tough. But like, I mean, I'm sure it was actually pretty corrupt back then too, probably. But it's also just such a specialized. I, I like that fix. I like that like that fix. It feels like I'm watching a boxing match. That's how good it was. Like these guys are just fucking sitting there, just swinging at each other. Just like, that's awesome. Yeah. The movies are probably better than real life boxing. That's the problem. Probably. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's like the best boxing match you've ever seen. It's the movie, right? That's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. And honestly, dude, so I, like, I don't like, So my mom was the one that got me into these movies. Like, she loved the Rocky movies. So I watched them a shit ton growing up. And Apollo Creed was always like my favorite character. I loved Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. So when they were like, we're doing his son, I was like, hell yeah, we are. Like, let's go. Like, Apollo's the man, dude. When he died, I was fucking crying. I remember being like, I was probably, I was young, man. I was probably like nine, ten, something like that. But I remember just like fucking, Apollo gets killed by the Russian in the ring. And I was just sobbing, dude. Right. Yeah, he dies in the, the third or fourth. Fourth. One. Yeah. yeah, fourth one. Yeah, fucking the Russian. Yeah. The mad Russian. Drago. Yeah. Which is the second one. That's who he fights is Drago's son. Right. Which is cool. They brought Drago back and how he was like fucking basically when he got back to his country, he was like, you know, blackballed. He, there was no love for him at all. He was ridiculed. He had to go basically back to working on 9 to 5. Yep. And they had the same actor, right? Flash Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. So, so like, yeah, the same one still had good things about it. Like, it wasn't a bad movie, was it? I said, that's what happens. Join the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think oh, his, we're I think his we're wife... Working, we're all working nine to fives. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tough. It's like that scene in Dodgeball when they're in the locker room and they're going to the picture and fucking they're smashing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, but from there, yeah, like I said, go check out Creed. Check it out on the big screen. I think it's still in theaters, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. But go check it out if you can. If not, it'll be coming to streaming soon. From there, let's go to a movie that you did see, Scream 6, which, again, I have nothing but good things to say. I thought Scream 6 was fucking awesome. I thought it was better than 5. I'm a big fan of Scream 4. I still haven't decided if I have to watch it again, and then I'll decide if I liked it better or less than Scream 4. Right now, I'm thinking I liked it less. So for me, my favorite one Scream 1, obviously, by like a, a huge, massive, massive margin. Then you have, like, Scream 4 and now Scream 6. And then, like, 5 and 2 are basically kind of, like, the same, and then 3 is all the way at the bottom. But I like this one a lot. I thought, that, like, even though it's, you know, the sixth installment in the saga, they did some new shit that hadn't been done yet. They switched it up. They fucking made it fresh. The kills were pretty brutal. Fucking pretty brutal. I liked, the, I liked that a lot. The, 
I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I really. So I'm a big fan of this series. It's my favorite horror series. I, I, I'm the biggest Scream fan. I loved it. I really did. I was like, this was awesome. Yeah, I was big on Scream Six too. Um, I really liked the movie. I thought that they really. They just didn't waste any time in this one, which I appreciated. It was like 10 yep. minutes in, yep. and it yep. was just bang, sure. bang, boom. We're killing, we're slicing, we're dicing. Yep. It, was, it, was, it was great. It was, and, like, and, and like you said, they did stuff that they never done before. They, they, scream, they elevated. Scream always starts off with a kill, but this, this was like elevated past yeah, that normal Yeah, sure. Because I feel like most screams, they start off a little slow. The first 30 minutes or so, like you said, you get a kill to start, but then, always, but then yeah, it's 30 yeah. minutes of building. It was yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. like. Right, exactly. No, I mean, it might not even have been 10 minutes. It was five or 10 minutes in the movie, and it was already like, this ghost face is, is doesn't give a fuck. He's just yes. going to do whatever he wants. He's out there. I don't know. We, what we do with spoilers or no here? Yeah, yeah, we've done plenty of spoilers. Yeah, fucking. Goes into the bodega with the shotgun. He's just oh, he's, the bodega. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he walks right in. He slices a guy like like, like that there's, scene was there's awesome. a ton of witnesses. There's people in a in a in a, in a convenience store and they oh, see that seems he, pretty heavily he suggested. Into the, the convenience car, store, he just slices one guy at the register. Then he pulls out a shotgun. He's he takes he's like oh then yeah. the, well, the the clerk of the of the convenience store pulls out a shotgun. But then he kills that guy. Then he takes his shotgun and then he's firing the shotgun at people. I was like oh shit. I was like I was like this is dope. Yeah. Doesn't give a fuck. Andy's a tactical beast. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, he's which like, yeah, so like Stone in Scream, Cold like, in Scream One, they're out of costume, but one of them has a gun at, at one point, like towards the end. I do think, if I'm not, I haven't seen Scream Three in a while. It's my least favorite, so I've seen it the least times. But I do feel like there is one point where he has a gun for a second. But I feel like that was the first, like that was yeah. I didn't necessarily mean the gun aspect, but just the but the ballsiness cool. of being that in public. Dude. Like they're in the middle of the city, oh, yeah, and this guy is just fuck. like I don't give a fuck. Like that, that, dude, that just that, that like image though. I thought like I was like that looks yeah. sick. I was like, I, I, I love that was gangster. Yeah, I was entertained the entire Scream Six. I thought it was a good movie. So. I thought it was good. Uh, Were you scared? Not really, but <laughs> I I was uh I was ultimate. I was mowing I was mowing popcorn and candy. Yeah, I guess. I mean slash is a different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they wanna they're gonna get you it's gonna be like a jump scare here or there. Right. But slashes for the most part are kinda especially those those are so yeah, there's this random lunatic that has never existed before. Yeah, and they always mix in the comedy angle. You know what I mean? They're so self-aware. There's so much self-awareness in the Scream saga, which is part of the reason why I love it, too. Um, definitely one of the only complaints I do have, if you want to call it, but there should have been more or at least another big character death. Every single, every main character came away from the movie. Yeah, no, I agree. Every single one. I agree uh, they brought back my girl Hayden Pet uh, Hayden Pettitieri yeah, as Kirby. Oh god, I love her. She still looks fantastic. Just oh my I god, love Hayden. Just, she looks good too. Looks Can I say that? Yeah, Can I just say that right now? She looks Hayden Pettitieri, damn good. Damn, you good. go, girl. You look good. <laughs> I love her. I absolutely love her. But uh, and if, I thought for a second that they, they were going to do her dirty. They kind of played her out like they, she was going to be the fucking killer for a second. I, was like, oh, I didn't believe that. Like when that. I was watching it live, I didn't believe that for a second. I'm not going like, to lie. They no got way. me for they got me for like, no five way. minutes. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, you ain't going to do that. Uh, the shotgun thing was one thing I wanted to mention though. That was that was new. Like I hadn't seen like that. The having the two now they've done two ghost face in every movie but three. The only movie that's only one killer is three. Every other one is always two ghost face. They've never done the two ghost faces together on camera. Like yeah. In Scream 1, you have both killers, but they're out of costume. Scream 2, same thing. Uh, the high school kid, I can't think of his name. Jonathan Duhamel's character. Not Jonathan Duhamel. 
who's the guy from Mandalorian and uh, the girl next to uh, Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant, thank you. Timothy Oliphant's character, he's in costume, but Billy Loomis's mom is obviously just like in a reporter clothes. They have the two ghost faces in total, you know, costume together on screen. I was like, that was awesome. Like, we haven't seen that in six movies now. Like, that was very, yeah. very, very yeah, funny. I, I like the movie from from start to finish. I, I was thoroughly entertained. I don't know. If I'm going to watch Scream, whatever, Scream 4, 5, 6, if you start getting into those movies, like, I just want to be entertained. I'm not asking yeah, for... Yeah, no, for sure. I'm not asking for the for a work of art. I just Way wanna, better than the Halloween I just want to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Halloween puts me to sleep. I mean, comparably, yeah. I'm fucking catching flies by the end of that movie. <laughs> but it's just... It's brutal. Yeah. But yeah, the Scream Six was great. I love uh, what's her name, uh, Jenna Ortega. She's yeah, yeah. she's a good character, and then, like her, yeah. and then her sister, the older sister. I love how they ended. I love what they're that. doing with yeah, her because exactly. you know she's gonna flip that. Oh, absolutely, switch, she's gonna be the next Ghost Man. Yeah, eventually. it's like, just a matter of time. Yeah. When's it gonna be? I I I really like what they're doing in that franchise, and I think yeah. that it's creative, um, entertaining, and I'm all for it. I think yeah, that's yeah. I think it's one of the one of the few franchises that are actually. Doing it well this far in, like you yeah. think of like things like Fast and the Furious. Like I'm so out on oh Fast and the God. Furious, not even funny. I can't even believe. I haven't the watched the last finished. like three or four. It's a joke. Like I used to love that franchise. They're just terrible so, now. They're, they're so cliche. It's awful. With Scream, I actually appreciate what they're doing right now. They're actually, I was flipping through the channels the other day on HBO, and I'm not even sure which one it was, but one of them was on. It's the one with John Cena. I don't know. If that's the newest, like the newest one, or the one before the newest one, or whatever. He's in a couple, I believe. All right. So he was doing this scene with like Vin Diesel when he was. Just like fucking talking about like like talking about their dad, I guess their brothers. And I was just like, oh my god! I was just like, <laughs> and really, like I like meet John him, Cena, but because it's like he's like he's calm, like he's peacemaker. I believe John Cena Awkward is in that, in that series. He's brothers with um, Vin Diesel. No, not Vin Diesel. I think I, he might. Yeah, be. it's Vin Diesel. He might. Seen, be. I thought he was dad. I thought oh, I, was, I, was I thought that he was brothers with um, Rock. No, the guy that plays uh, like the transporter. I'm forgetting his name. Statham. Uh, yeah, Statham. Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought he was brothers with Jason oh, Statham, man. but I, don't know. Oh. I could be wrong. I haven't watched the last few, so who Dude, knows? All I know is I was like, this is awful. I was like, I don't know how like people yeah. are still like tuning in for these movies. I, I, it's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, this one's this one. I thought did it right. Um, Gale's always, I, like, even from the like, jump, like, Gale's always kind of like you know the original trio. Gale, Dewey, Sid. Gail was always kind of my favorite just because she's so feisty and I like that fucking pizzazz. She didn't have a huge role in this, but when she was on, I thought she was great. Yeah. I think that they would have made awesome. her role a lot more impactful too if she had died. So I That would have yeah. been such a bang for your buck. Like, like, yeah, like you said, her role was limited, but you love her. But at the same time, she dies in that in that movie. Like, I feel like her, her legacy and her role in the movie itself, just in that snapshot of Scream 6 would have been much more impactful in my personal opinion yeah her getting stabbed and then like acting like she's dying and she's dead but then saying that she's fine at the end of the movie it was just kind of like all right come on now like it would have just made it so much better if she was just if you just told me she was dead yeah like, what about the one? Like, i don't need gail weathers and scream seven i'm sorry like I, I i'll live i don't need her i don't need her in that movie. does that make her like, suspicious like she was it on it somehow? Oh, that's always that's yeah. a great question, Luke. That's always part. Of, that's always part of the game. You never know. But nah, like that's like a that's a that's like a, a big trophy for them. You know what I mean? All these psychopaths like Gail Weathers is like that's right below Sidney Prescott. But the last one, I think they're gonna save it because they're gonna, especially after how good this one did. I think that they're gonna have to give Nev Campbell whatever she wants, which. From everything that I've seen, honestly, I, normally I would take her side. It seems like this was more of a her issue. It seems like they were offering her the money. 
and she was just being a bitch and was asking for more. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming that they're gonna probably gonna just give it to her. You got Jenna Ortega and they have sister. to send her out. Though. Yeah, they have to send her out. And, and it would make sense that they sent her and Gail out in some fashion together or something like that. Gail's, like I said, Gail's scenes were awesome. This, especially even like the first, uh, the, I mean, before her scene with her, her scene with Ghostface, her, that, that fight was sick. Yeah. I was like, all right, this bitch is, she's seen her Ghostface fights before. She knows what's up. But even before that, when she was doing the news camera thing and fucking the General Ortega's sister, I can't think of her name. Yeah. Uh, she, Amanda? Mm, I don't know. No, I don't think so. She throws, she throws she the, the fucking punch. punch. She dodges it. She's like, bitch, I've seen this game before. I've been hit by that punch. And then Jenna Ortega comes and cracks. So I was like, oh, baby, yeah. that was good. Yeah, that was good. good. Great, great movie. If you haven't seen Scream 6, Chef, you're like, you're, if you're over the series because you think it's dumb or whatever, you think oh, it's no. played out, definitely give Scream 6 a, a shot. Even I just, like the, just watching it in its entirety of just the movie itself, it's a good it's A good lot of good New York shots. shots. I like I like being in the city. I like the, the subway scenes and shit were good. It was a good time. I liked it. I enjoyed it. The, the kid who should have died was obviously the, I think it's Matt there, the brother there, who got fucking gutted like 15 times and then rolling out. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's a comical. It's a big, that was like, that was like the it's Dewey, comical. That, that's like Dewey Scream 1, but like times 2. Like Dewey, like, that was the perfect. Yeah, you got Scream stabbed. Imagine me taking a 10-inch knife to the abdomen 20 times yeah. and, and then being like, yo, Los is alive. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna be alright. <laughs> you see me get stabbed twenty times, and then oh, and then an hour later, like, yeah. I didn't know this, but that that kid, that's uh, that's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Cuba Gooding, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s son. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know. If it's, I don't think his name is cute. No, I think it's. I think he's got a different name. Why is Cuba Gooding Jr. the second? I mean, he's Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding. So keep it gooding, senior. Not gonna lie, bro. You <laughs> keep it fucking brain. Not gonna lie to you, Luke. You just you just broke my brain, buddy. You just they named a he named it after another name. Caribbean island. He named, <laughs> here I am thinking Cuba Gooding Jr. is like his name. Fuck. Tortuga I mean, Gooding Jr. No, no, you're definitely right. Yeah, I'm definitely dumb. There's not only just a Cuba Gooding out there. And I'm an idiot. <laughs> It'd be funny if his last name is Junior, and he could be like Junior the second. Yeah. Shit. Oh junior man. The third. Yeah, but I saw that the other day. I was like, oh, that's funny. Junior, senior. But I like it. I like his character. The girl from Yellow Jackets, too. She's uh, both of them. They're brother and sister. And they're um, not smoky, obviously. That's a uh, fucking scary movie. Uh, Jamie Kennedy's character. Kennedy was fucking name. But they're like, uh, I think they're like nephew and niece. Yeah, something like that. Shit like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the next one, I think we're going to see the return of Sidney Prescott. I think we're going to see her... Send off. I think we're going to see Gail get sent off. And who knows what we're going to do from there. I don't know. I don't know. Seven seems like not a bad number to call it. Call it quits. They might. Especially if they made money on this one. Dude, it was good. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was good. You know what I mean? It's like, and yet if they made money, I can check it out. Yeah, they just keep making movies like this one. I'll keep watching them. Like, oh, I guarantee you they made money. I honestly don't think these movies cost that much to make, dude. Right, that's the beauty of the slasher. Yeah. That's why there's like a lot of people making horror movies right now too. Like it's, yeah, it's kind yeah. of an like emerging genre they're, a little bit. They're obviously getting a bigger budget than most horror movies are, just because it's a you know franchise saga and shit. Yeah. But like even then, still, I I don't think that these movies are taking like a ton of money to make. Uh, I think, I mean, if I remember correctly, I remember reading that they offered Nev Campbell eight million to return to Sydney, and she said no. 
if I if that's if the report's true, if I remember it correctly, it's a couple of ifs. But huh? I mean, first thing coming up here says 139 mil global box office. Box office? Yeah. So then it definitely made money. Yeah. There's no, no way, way they spent that. No. Yeah. I if I was in the guess, I would have said 50. Yeah. I would have said 50 to maybe 50 to 60 tops. So you can definitely find that though. To Especially now, like, General Ortega is probably bringing in a nice little check right now. For sure. Yeah, the budget says 33 to 35 million. For sure. 30, all right. So, so they're, they're, making, they're making two more. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Even if they somehow mess up this one. Yeah. There's a potential 90 mil on the next one, you know. And then, what, what was that just now? You said 140? 130, um, 140? I think it was 129 or something. But 129. I'll say, I bet you by the time it finishes its run, it'll be very close to two. 139. All right, so yeah, like one almost yeah, so 89 domestic, 49 global or overseas. All right, so, so it'll probably finish like 170, 175, or something like that. Yeah, and then I guess there's not really much like I guess there's some DVD sales and like streaming sales now, but it's probably a small contributor. Yeah, especially their own. I know like they're owned by Paramount, so yeah, fucking very few people actually own any physical media at least at this point. Just you know? this guy. Yeah, I know, right? Well, yeah, you love it. Yeah, I just still I subscribe to every uh, streaming service instead. But dude, you'll be, you know, when, when that happens, who knows when it'll be? When the fucking internet crashes and shit. I'm I know. Gonna, I know. I'm gonna be running my own blockbuster in my house. I'm gonna be the fucking richest man on the planet. Yeah, like uh, you see those like apocalypse movies, uh, like Nine Cloverfield Lane. I don't know if you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's not the number, but. No, something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they're watching like VHSs of some like old shitty movies, and they they love it because yep. it's, they have like thirty movies in existence. You know, that's their whole whole bibliography. It's gonna be me, babe. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, who knows where we're gonna go in the Scream franchise? I definitely think we're gonna see Nev Campbell return. Though, I'll tell you that. That's definitely my prediction. Well, we're the, see they're it. already up like ninety mil on their investment. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I believe it. Yeah. So they're they're making a couple more, no matter what. Yeah. And like we said, they're doing a good job with the, the older sister. They're developing that character, the fucking yeah. twist. I just feel like that's one of those franchises too. Like if, like you're gonna have the people that go watch it regardless. Like they're gonna they're gonna go give it a chance. But then like word of mouth, like if people are like talking about it and saying it's good, like you're so much likely to have so many more people go check it out because they're familiar with the older versions or yeah, the older yeah. movies. But they were kind of on the fence whether they're gonna see it. And then once they heard that it was good, and you hear people talking about it and having buzz, like. I guarantee you, a lot of people went. Even my brother and and Brooke went and went and saw it. Granted, they didn't stay through the entirety of the movie. Still got the money for the ticket. Sorry, still got the money. Still got the money for the Because they didn't like it, or because they had shit to do. Uh no, I get. I don't know they both said they didn't like it, but I don't know. I strongly disagree. <laughs> strongly disagree. Yeah, it seemed like they just like didn't even know what they were going to see, like a slash movie. Uh, from what you told me, <laughs> like people started dying, and I was like, "What?" It's basically <laughs> what he said. Yeah, it's, it's, like it. it's not far off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from there, let's dive into our two series that we're going to be talking about tonight, shall we? Let's start with uh, The Mandalorian, which happens to be Wednesday today. We have uh, episode five just dropped today. I haven't checked it out. Probably going to actually check it out after we uh, wrap up this, this pod tonight. Well, let's talk about the first... Uh, yeah, there you go. Nailed it. Let's talk about uh, the first... first uh, what we got? One through four here? Do one through four? Yeah, half a season. Yeah, it's crazy that we're already halfway through the season, especially after today. That's yeah. nuts. That's nuts. I uh, I really enjoyed the start of the season a lot. I, I loved the pilot. I thought the pilot was not the pilot, but the premiere was awesome. I thought episode two was pretty good. Episode three, I I honestly 
might have been my least favorite episode of Mandalorian in total of all three seasons. That was with the scientists and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I was like, literally almost falling asleep for a while. But the man, uh, the episode four, I thought was, I was like, oh yeah, right back to formula. I was like, let's go. This is that was a banger. Yeah, I mean that that episode is going to come into play. I'm sure that uh, they already they already made us forget about the scientist, but he's going to do yeah, something. I, I heard something about like that has more to do with you've seen uh, what is the Rebels? The uh, yeah, Rebels, the animated series. Mm, I have not that seen that. Those characters or something like that, they're in there, or it has something to do with that shit. Like I Pershing. Yeah. Oh wow. Something like that. But that has to be with the cloning of, like, that's how they're, cause they cloned off Sidious, right? I, I think that's kind of, yeah, that's what it's all leading into. Yeah, that's what I imagine. But I, I'm not fully up on all the lore. I haven't seen um, Clone Wars or Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Uh, but so far, I mean, I, I love the show. I mean, I, to me, this is the best thing that Star Wars has done since the original trilogy. I think yeah, they're killing it. Everything else. Uh but, like I said, especially the first, I thought the first episode, especially because we had a little bit of a longer layoff, I feel like, since the last... Like, it's been a while, I feel like, since we were in the Mando world. I don't know if it's because we did Boba Fett and the Obi-Wan series and Andor, so it's like we've seen all this other shit, so it's been, it feels longer, maybe. Yeah. But that first episode to me, I was like, wow, it had everything in it. It had a little, like, it had like a five to seven minute scene of every... It had like a monster scene. It had the space, uh, you know, battle fighting scene. It had Baby Yoda being cute as shit. <laughs> it was fucking a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I was like, this is why I love this show. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, they kept Luke in for a little while, too. They, yep. they, they paid that off. Yeah. I fucking, I, I thought it was great. The second episode was pretty good. I was a little surprised by how easy it was for him to get, you know, pretty much redemption. Like, he, they were building it up like, oh, man, getting the Mando into those waters is going to be a lot of tough work. And it was just like, yeah. literally just flew off, got off his ship. and was like, hey, what's going on? I'm in the waters. Right. I think that might kind of lead into something coming up in the last few episodes. Like, maybe there's some, like, propaganda or something that someone's trying to keep everybody away from uh, Mandalore. Okay. You know, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm very well, suspicious of the see, armor yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Because um, they say it's, like, cursed and the air is unbreathable and all that. And right. But who bullshit. who said that, right? Like, maybe, maybe it was six months ago, but maybe someone was just fucking talking shit. They don't want anybody to go back to this powerful place. There's yeah. always some. There's obviously some real power in the waters of, uh, yeah, the holy waters. Thing was fucking crazy. Yeah, and that's how they are able to actually forge all their beskar. Right, is with those holy waters or whatever. Right, right. So, Los, what do you think about this uh, season so far? I mean, I'll just start off with saying that I'm the farthest person from a Star Wars. Yeah, you're not a big Star Wars guy. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Yeah, I haven't even watched the original six movies. I don't even know. I've seen the original, but the first one. But that being, my that being said, I fucking love the Mandalorian. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to know Star Wars to watch that shit. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, definitely not. Mandalorian show they absolutely kill. I couldn't agree more with Nick that episode two was the biggest bag of shit I've ever seen three. in my life. Yeah. Oh, episode three. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah one of the scientists though. It was terrible. It was the most boring It'll thing. It'll pay off, though. They aren't just going to leave us hanging like that. You know what sucked, too, though, is I got so excited. Because most of the time when you, like, so for me, at least, we don't watch Mando until, like, usually we watch it together. We usually watch it, like, after work and shit. But in the morning, I'll, like, go and I'll check out how long, like, the episode is. And then I'll literally text them and be like, oh, you're, like, a 40-minute. And that one was, like, 53 minutes. I was like, I texted you and yeah. stuff. And I was like, guys, we got a 53-minute in. They go, oh, Mando episode tonight. I was like, this is awesome. Right. And the dude, the intro was sick. Yeah, like the, the first five minutes is great. Dope. And then the last five minutes is great. Yes. Outside in the, the middle in the, was Yeah. Awful. It was like an Oreo sandwich, but the middle was being like dog shit. It was some really cool <laughs> world building though. Which which I know is like porn to Star Wars guys. Like, yeah. Like, oh, this is what 
this place looked like after the uh, empire uh, took yeah. over and uh, all these people are uh being like indentured servants and shit like. well actually <laughs> yeah. dude we talked about it a according lot according to the yeah dude, you reminded me of an episode <laughs> of Mabel, big time it's a big according time to the empire um... in the eu lore <laughs> yeah it's big big time andal vibes though Big All game. I can say is yeah, I love vibes. Mandalorian show. If you haven't watched it, if you're somebody watching this and you haven't bought into Mandalorian, definitely give it a shot because I have no love for the Star Wars originality, but I love the show Mandalorian. Awesome. That being said, what is it? So this is epi- this is season what? This is season three. So you got to watch the first two seasons and then watch the season of Boba Fett because the uh, season of Boba yeah, Fett... You don't, even have to watch, you don't even have to watch the first three episodes. You can literally yeah. skip the first three yeah. episodes. Yeah, skip the first three episodes of Boba Fett, but you have to you have to watch that, though. I feel like you that plays... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crucial. Like you got to watch that, that season of Boba Fett to then continue on to the season three of yeah. Mandalorian because basically they should just call Boba Fett the Mandalorian... 2.5. 2.5. <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, it was only six episodes, right? Six episodes. And yeah. the last three were all yeah. Mando. Yeah. Yeah. So the three, last much. three episodes of Boba Fett, you got to watch it. They're great. Money. Yeah. I I love these shows. I, these every episode for the most part that comes out, I love it. I, yeah, I think they awesome. I think they just do they they hit it such on the mark for a casual fan. That's what I consider myself. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. Yeah. I'm a casual Star Wars guy. But to get somebody into the Star Wars fandom, yeah. The Mandalorian hit the mark perfectly in my personal opinion. Also, I would even say that like, I'm like, the biggest Star Wars. Fan. I like the, the concept of Star Wars more than I like most of the actual Star Wars if that makes any sense. I also feel like a lot of things that other people like dislike about it are things I end up like a lot of people like hated like the that Han Solo original. I was like that Han Solo movie was like totally pretty good. I was like it was, it was, it was good. I, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than a lot of other Star Wars movies. You know my favorite place in Star Wars is Cantina. But yeah, no, I mean. Like you said, I, I love having this show back, especially after all the other shows that we had. The, like, I mean, Obi-Wan was, I didn't enjoy very much. The first episodes of Boba Fett, I did not enjoy very much. Andor, I started off, I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. And then by the end of it, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shoot myself if I have to watch any more episodes of this show. <laughs> so it's just nice to be back. Baby Yoda is awesome. I, I love what they're doing with him too. The fucking... Him, like, basically turned into, like, a little Mandalorian and shit. The shit when they were on the ship, and they're like, this is the way. And then he just says some Baby Yoda shit, but you're like, he said this is the way. I don't need subtitles. I don't speak what he's speaking, but I know what he said, and he said this is the way. I was like, that oh, was I adorable. That. I, wanna, I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. That was uh, that was this week's. That was episode f- Yeah, that was episode four. I, I just can't picture the scene in my head. It's fucking... They're, they're uh, in the ship, right? Yeah, they're in the ship. Yeah. Fucking, uh, it's Mando and Boca, I think, Bo-Katan. And they both go like, "This is the way." And then Yoda just like said, "You know, maybe Yoda just like Dukadar." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't personally didn't pick up on it either, but he he mentioned it, and and I believe it. Yeah. I I, I, I refuse to believe he said anything else. I don't yeah. know. There's no like I said. There's no fucking subtitles for him. No, I like it. Yeah. He had to have said, "This is the way." Especially just because Mando's constantly like you know like teaching him about shit like you know uh, when they're on the ship he's like you know you gotta uh, one of the things about being a Mandalorian is you gotta know your way about the, around the galaxy so you can never be lost you gotta know all the solar systems this and the other thing yep. teaches him about the you know the armor and all that it's like they, there's no like that's what he said I know it I know it it was great yep um, but no I'm fucking waiting I, I'm waiting for it. he's either gonna get I don't know he's either gonna get a Mandalorian helmet which would be adorable for about. 30 seconds, <laughs> but then I'm going to be like, all right, take that thing off. I want to see a beautiful face. Yeah. 
Or I'm still hoping for what I'm hoping for, which is he's eventually just going to go fucking Sith. And we're going to have a little, what? A little baby Darth Yoda just fucking what? walking around, force choking people with a hood. What? Oh, I think it'd be the greatest thing of all time. I like, and I love like I've already talked to something about it. Have you uh, seen this somewhere? Is this just you? No, 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 no. Is this I, just you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was telling Seth too. I was like, imagine like you like so Favreau and Felonia, like two the masterminds yeah, behind them. And I was like, imagine like they're just like conceptualizing, like they're having a drink, and then all of a sudden, right? Like one of them's like, how about we do a story about a baby Yoda? And they're like, oh my god, that's great. And they're like, everyone's gonna love that because everybody loves Yoda. And they're like, but how about this? <laughs> We turn him into a fucking Sith Lord. And they're like, Bingo! That's the one, baby! We've got like 25 episodes where he's the cutest being yeah. of all time. And then he starts fucking ripping their throats. Dude, that. tell me you're not going to cheer for him. If he's just waddling around with his little hood on, four-string people are like, yeah, I'm a Sith now. I'm a Sith guy. I mean, the only way that's going to happen is if all his loved ones die. So That's true. That would mean something bad would probably have to happen. That could happen, though. I, I can know. see that. Because Mando can't run forever, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're already on season three. Right. And he, and he would sacrifice himself for Grogu and all yep. that. Yep. Yes! Yes! See, you're getting it. You're, yeah. Luke, you're getting it. <laughs> he sacrifices himself for Grogu. Grogu can't handle it. Next thing you know, he's turned into the dark side. And we got ourselves a little hooded baby Yoda fucking force token, <laughs> force lightning and shit. It'd be awesome. Hey. I mean, it's a little left field. I, I, I cannot say it's impossible. Oh, that'd be great. I cannot say that. Oh, I'd love it. I would not love it. Tell me that would be fucking sick. I, I'd much rather little have... red saber, little fucking little I'm, mini red saber flipping around. I'd much rather have Grogu riding a mythosaur instead. <laughs> and, uh, or jetpacking around, you know. But. Ooh, I didn't <laughs> think of that one. Little baby yo with a little Mando jetpack. That would be pretty cool, too. I mean, he weighs like eight pounds. He could rip them. I mean, he kind of already has it in the little sphere that he sits in. And just Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's so really cool. He just drops down 2,000 feet in elevation. And then it blasts I know. Could he just yeah, zip yeah, around yeah. anywhere he wants? Yeah, I did like, love that in episode two. <laughs> yeah. Mando just fucking falls down with his jet. Ryota just follows him in the ball. That was great. That yeah. shit was funny. And again, Grogu saving him. Yeah. That's, that's like number three or four. Oh, at least. Yeah, yeah. At least. Out Mando. At least. At least. We are at episode five tonight. We have to. I'm waiting to see the return. Like, they already hinted at the return of IG, which I, I need IG back. That would be mm, very, right. very, very, very happy. Very happy. Right. The um, the box? mechanic lady's working on him, right? Yeah, I think so. She's and just then, working on the Jawas uh, to pull in a uh, processing unit. I'm waiting to see if maybe we might get a Timothy Oliphant feature, too. Because of the and end, where's Boba, Boba too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could see. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw either uh, Boba or um, oh Jesus, Fennec. Fennec yeah, Shan. yeah uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw either of them. But I would like to yeah. see Timothy Oliphant's character, even if it's just for like a minute or something. I don't know if I can mind pop off, but yeah. That also doesn't mean we have to go back to Tatooine, and I've been trying to be as against Tatooine as yeah. possible. Like, let's go anywhere else, which we've been doing a good job of that so far. We've been hitting other planets. Thank yep. God. <laughs> Another thing that's I feel like is definitely coming theme wise too is uh, the Mythosaur. Obviously, yeah, they peaked it, but then there's also been so many like big mythical creatures coming up like in the last few episodes. Like, um, yeah, that fucking there was world. the christening of the, the like young that Mandalorian awesome. where the like you know the thing came like, out of the sea. Yeah, like alligator with like a turtle shell. Yeah, exactly. And then the raptor thing, the wyvern mm. thing that took away the the young guy. Yep, that and, was very cool too. And then straight dragon, and then the freaking turtle reptile thing ripped him out of the air again at the end too. Yep, um, and then in yeah, in Boba point. Fett too, there is the. Uh, I wish I knew all the lore names. And oh, shit, the one but, that Boba rides. Yeah, 
Uh, it's not a uh, fuck. Instantly Rangar or something. Or? Uh, the Raghorn. Rag. Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I think it's the Raghorn. Yeah. So I'm I mean, I positive. feel like yeah. so those are all kind of leading towards a bigger someone else writing the Mythosaur. Yeah. Do you think it'll be Boca? Mando. I don't or, trust her at all, man. She yeah. is. I like, especially now that she's following these Mando ways and shit. All of a sudden, out of fucking nowhere, with no precedent or anything, yeah. she's trying to gather some fucking a couple of followers to her cause. She's trying to grow her seat at the table. Maybe. I don't trust her at all. That's definitely her ultimate goal. She definitely hasn't dropped her uh, like I want to be the the leader of the Mandalore. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like she has some good intentions. Uh, I don't know though. It, it's, it is tricky. I wouldn't wouldn't put it past her to have some like rebellion. Saving Mando was the weirdest thing. That that that's the part that throws me off. Saving saving him in episode two when he goes into the waters and she goes down and saves him. Right. That's the part that kind of throws me off. But even then, I can see even that. I can see her kind of fucking using that too. Like this guy would have died without me. The only reason why he's even fucking redeemed is because of me, et cetera, et cetera, yada yada yada. I don't know. Yeah. And there's so much tension between the the dark saber and. All that shit, like she, she can't be the leader without the dark saber. Pretty much, is the mythosaur the one thing that could trump the dark saber? Like I don't know. If, if she's mean, like riding the fucking mascot of the race. Yeah, that, I hear you. Does that make everybody follow her? Does she? Yeah. It's only both. Yeah. He literally like you. offered it to her in the last season. So he's like, if you care about it, here you go. Yeah, I'm pissed that we get rid of that best car spear so easily. Fucking, yeah. That was that thing was cool. I was like, we should have fucking that thing was dope. I know. He was able to twirl that thing around without a problem, whereas the dark saber that guy can't handle for shit. Yeah, uh, Beskar, but we we saw his weaknesses even in that episode. But it's not quite the same as a lightsaber. It, it heats no, up. It heats not. up on contact yeah, with yeah, lightsaber, yeah. and it, it could be cut and all that. But for sure, for sure, for sure, it, it does withstand a little bit of wear and tear. For sure, I'm excited to watch episode five. I'm excited to see what the rest of the season's got to offer. I hopefully some big things. Something bigger, you know what I mean? They always do a lot of these standalone episodes. Like that's like mm-hmm. a big thing for the show is these little standalone little storylines. But usually there's something by the end of it that's like overarching that's bigger. So yeah, let's see it, what that is. It's either gonna be whoever the new ruler of the Mandalore is. I think yeah. Okay. Or it could be smaller. It could just be who the armor is. The armor is a very mysterious person. And she is like I don't know. I didn't trust her at first. It seemed like then it seemed too obvious to not trust her. So now I'm honestly like, right? I, I do trust her. She has yeah. I'm honestly, evil. Come around too. She's not evil, but she definitely has some other motives that she's not letting people in on. Yeah. And like her answers at the end of this last episode about um about Bo-Katan seeing the Mythosaur. Yep. Sketchy. Like, so cryptic. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Very. Yeah. I get what you're like, saying. It's impossible to know if she knows that that thing is down there or like what. She's she's not letting on at all. Yeah. Gives the perfect answers to everything. Yeah, very interesting. And it, and it also seems like she was probably the uh, the mother of that kid that got saved, maybe? The... The foundling who that got, uh, got swiped? captured by the wyverns. You think so? He came over and hugged her right away when they got back. That's interesting. It was obviously... And, and the they, number they, two they, guy... Dad said it was uh, the, you know, like the big Mando guy with the fucking... Right. Gatling gun thing. Yep. That was a dad, obviously. He and said as much. Another cool thing is... So you think that's his mom? Another huh? cool thing is that that, okay. that guy... How do they fuck? Do they fuck with helmets on? That's, that's a big question, right? Do they, they have they, all of their must. armor off? They're just like ass naked, but they have just their helmets on? They're just like... This is that's the way. wild. Yeah, this is absolutely. The way. Yeah, absolutely. That's hey, wild. Protection. They put on a little helmet. You know? That's wild. 
No foreplay with the mouths, strictly hand stuff. Right. And then straight to business, no mouth, no kissing. Wow. <laughs> I want to watch it. I'm not going to lie. I want to see a couple of Mando's fuck. There's definitely some Mando porn out there. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. This is the way. Get the hoodie on tonight, baby. Yeah. This is the way, brother. This is the Let's way. <laughs> uh, um, also, the, the big dude with the Gatling gun. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he is also a descendant of Tar Vizsla. Which is like remember how he had that like duel with with oh Mando? yeah yeah okay yes and he's yes, like yes, this, yes, this yes, guy yes. like my ancestor from the Boba Fett like, yeah Boba my Fett. ancestor like made this dark saber mm-hmm. and so that means that the sun also has that in him that's why he was like so cocky in that duel with Grogu that was awesome and why, yeah he Grogu was, just fucking yeah he's a little entitled <laughs> lights him up that and, was great uh, I don't know but yeah it's it so many layers we really don't know where it's going no no for sure no. For sure not. Very interested to see what they do with the rest of this season. Like I said, I'm going to probably be diving into episode five after we uh, wrap up here tonight. Do it. Uh, let's get into our last bit here before we wrap things up for this week. Let's talk about The Last of Us. Uh, the last time we talked to you guys, like I said, it was about five weeks ago. And one of the things that we covered was episodes, I think, three through six, I believe is what we did. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be covering the last three episodes here tonight, mm-hmm. seven through nine. Before we wrap things up for the evening, uh, and I thought that these, all three of these episodes, I, I I loved all three of them. I thought it was a great conclusion to an already great season, an already great show. I know some people didn't like uh, seven that much. I know a lot of people said that seven was one of the weaker episodes. I actually disagree. I actually thought that seven was fantastic. I loved it. That was the one with Ellie's girlfriend. Yep, yeah. with uh, yep, yeah, uh, uh, fucking Riley Storm. Yeah, from, uh, Euphoria. Not Riley Storm. Oh man, Storm Reed. <laughs> Her name's Riley in the show. Storm Reed. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but she plays Riley in the show. Yeah, um, I like that too. I, I I loved episode seven. I, I really don't, I don't did. mind some character building. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna go through a little bit. You know, like I said, kind of we just did with Mando. But like I said, I thought this was a great ending to a great series. I thought that they nailed the ending. I I thought it was perfect. Um, I would say normally that I can't wait for season two, but I do know what's to come, so I can absolutely wait for season two. You guys can take as long as you possibly need, because if you thought this season was depressing, it's gonna get just more and more depressing. In a good way? Oh no, it's just gonna be, no, it's just gonna be more depressing. <laughs> I know, I, it's just gonna be sad. Man. That was gonna be my main comment about this show is like how it did not like hit the like usual expectations for what a good show is. Like they did not pay off like big arcs of like redemption or anything. Like it was, it was tough. There was some crazy shit that happened. They the paid show. off like, a Joel's Joel's redemption paid off. Kind of, but he's. He's kind of a dick at the end of the yep, season, absolutely. you know. Like, but that's so. It's just the huge moral dilemma, and like, what do you do for the people you love? And like, exactly, it's like such a real show that everybody can connect with. A big part of, I would say, me and you are both huge Game of Thrones fans, right? And one of the best things about Game of Thrones is that no character, just very much like real life, is a hundred percent good or a hundred percent bad. Bad people occasionally do good shit. Good people occasionally do bad shit because they have to do it. It's the way of the world. And this show does that perfectly. It's like, how much are you willing to sacrifice, you know, for your loved one? He looked at her like a daughter, and he already lost a daughter. Yeah. So you know that he will go through hell itself if he needs to, to stop that from happening a second yeah. time. At the end of the season, he's willing to ruin his relationship with her to not let her die. Like, 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he's going yeah. to like do this shit that she would hate him forever for, just yeah. so that she is still around. Yeah, no, no for sure, it's crazy. There's, uh, I guess, this show is a great example of that. Even like you know, Pedro Pascal is supposed to be the hero, the guy that we love. He, he's, not, I've, I said that from before they even show the started. He's, he, he does, he has to do bad shit sometimes. He's not a hero. He, he, he's, you know what I mean. He might seem like that sometimes, but at the end of the day, like he's, he's had to do a lot of bad shit to survive, and that's the reality of this world. In order to survive, you got to do, you got to get your hands dirty. You have to do it. You know what I mean? For sure. You don't mess with the sand snake. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Over in these bad, bad men. Say her name. Um, let's so, so let's start with episode seven. Episode seven, like I said, I know a lot of people. I saw a lot online people saying that this is the weakest episode of the season. That they didn't like it that much. And man, I loved this episode. For starters, I fucking I'm a person. You actually, you know, I still love going to the mall. I usually just go for Funko Pops. I love walking <laughs> around a good mall, and I love this post apocalyptic shit. The sets on this show have been amazing. This mall was incredible. The mall was a pretty looked, good time capsule, dude. The mall looked insane. Yeah. I could have like them just walking around with you know the, you get the the you know the nature the gross the not the gross the uh, the growing moss and the tree branches and this that and yeah. the other thing nature okay. reclaiming yeah dude it looked that set was fucking incredible it was incredible it was cool I've said from the beginning too I said that this the reason why this game would make a great show is because it's master class storytelling I've said that from the jump. To me, masterclass storytelling means not just that you have these exciting sequences and this good plot and this good dialogue. It means that you know why characters are doing what they're doing, what they're feeling, why they're feeling it, what they're thinking, why they're thinking it. And to me, this episode was huge on that. So we leave, you know, Joel's injured, right? And Joel is literally pushing fucking Bella Ramsey, Ellie's character, away and saying, leave. Like, get out of here. Like... And when you look at the scenario, I feel like almost every person on the planet would have left. They have no medicine. They virtually have they have a shelter. They have a house. But, like, they're in a basement. There's, like, a, a coat keeping them warm. We got no blankets. We got no fire. We got no food. We got no medicine. We have no doctor. We have no, where, no idea of where to go. There's no hope. It's a hopeless situation. Yeah. And... Joel literally, he sees that, he recognizes that, he put, he literally forcibly pushes Bella Ramsey's character away. And he's like, go, get out of here. Leave me. And we literally see why she doesn't. It's because of what happened with Riley in that exact scenario where it's option one, we take the easy way out. I don't like the, I don't like that option. Option two, we fight. We fight for every single minute that we have left. Whether it's a day, whether it's an hour, whatever it is, we fight. And that's exactly where that comes from. She decides, fuck that. Like, I'm not leaving you here. Whether I only have an hour with you until you die here in this basement. Like, I'm going to stay with you. Again, I think a lot of people would have left in that, like, in that scenario. I think that's why like, it shows her that. I, like, I loved seeing all of that. I loved seeing prior to that, again, with the whole no one's totally good, no one's totally bad thing. We see her at her school when she's younger. To this point, we've only seen Fedra as the bad guy. They're the soldiers that are hanging civilians and all that shit. Ellie gets herself into some trouble. She talks to like that high-ranking officer, and he was a good dude. You know what I mean? He was trying to show her like the best way to have a good life, and it was just like, here's a moment where we've always seen Fedra as the bad guy. Here's this soldier being a straight-up dude. You know what I mean? Like Again, showing both sides of the coin. Even when they're scumbags most of the time, there's a little bit of good there. I like seeing that, too. Yeah. There was a lot about this episode. I thought they killed. I really did. I mean, and this was this was so in the game. This is the DLC. 
So the whole game released, and this was this is a DLC portion. Was you go to the mall, you hang out with Riley, and all this shit happens. And to me, it was great. I also feel like it shows a lot of why Ellie is so like not angry, but like she's got that quick trigger. She's got that quick fucking fire. She is fiery deep down. It's because like. You know, she was wait- She was expecting to die. You know what I mean? She was sat there with her best friend in the world, and they were expecting to die together and go insane together. And then all of a sudden, all that rage turns into fear when your best friend turns, and you're like, fuck, now my best friend's trying to eat me. And then she probably had to put her best friend down. You have to imagine they don't show that, but that's what they kind of insinuate by not showing yeah, she it. Alludes to it. She probably has to put her best friend down, and then she's still probably sitting there for who knows how many hours waiting turned waiting yeah. to turn Gotta and it you. never fucking happens you know what i mean yeah it, it you can understand why there's so much animosity for her character and why she is the way that she is yeah and then at the end of all that she gets captured by by the fireflies, fireflies. like right. it's, it's all shit like shitty sequence yeah yeah no so f- for me i i know a lot of people didn't love that seventh episode but to me i i loved it i fucking i couldn't i love yeah I, I think it's as soon as you realize what the show is trying to do you can love that episode, you know. Like yeah. it's not about trying to like satisfy your your violence kick or whatever, you know. Or I don't know. It's it's trying to tell you how powerful love is and like how crazy these relationships are and what would you do in these situations. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And dude, Bella Ramsey's done a great job as Ellie. I really feel like she's done a really, yeah, really, has. really great job. That scene when they're they're dancing on top of the counters mm-hmm. and they have the masks on. And at first, she doesn't even want to like put the mask on. She doesn't even want to dance. And the next thing you know, you see her. She starts moving with it. She starts wiggling. And then Riley's character like turns around facing away from her. And she stops dancing. And she's just... You can like... Even though she's got a mask on, you can like... I feel like I could see exactly what Bella Ramsey's face looked like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I could feel... And then that's when she asked her to stay is right after that. But I, I, I feel like I could see the realization even through the fucking wolf mask, which is straight out of the game, which was perfect. Like, right? Yeah, they use the exact same masks, right? Yep. Like they, yep. same masks. Created this, the yeah. the camera booth, the ferret, oh, not the first wheel, the merry-go-round, the, yeah. the camera booth, the water guns, all of it. Yeah, it was Small fucking combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. I know. I think you were you were kind of saying weaker episode for you, right? Which I got. I mean, I, I get why not everybody loved it. Oh, I did. Yeah, I didn't it's it. still a sidestep. It's still away from the main story. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah so you know, sure. it's, it's supplemental. I enjoyed the it entire season. I, had no, I really had no complaints about the entire season. I mean, everything was good. There you go. I enjoyed what else it. can you say about that? So let's move to episode eight. Episode eight was fucking awesome. Uh, I had one thing that I definitely wanted to mention, but I I thought episode eight was that this was the episode that I, I referenced a few times. This is the one I was uh, I was looking the most forward to. Because this is a very, very exciting part in the game. Joel gets hurt. He's injured. And all of a sudden, for the first time, it just comes and you're in control and you're Ellie. And it's kind of like the first, especially the first time you play the game, you have like that, like, oh, fuck, I'm Ellie. You know what I mean? It's like exciting. Like, oh, shit. Like, let's go, baby. I'm Ellie now. I've been Joel the whole time. This is fucking dope. Uh, And obviously, it's a very uh, exhilarating, intense, scary, crazy part of the game because you end up running into some real bad shit. But I thought this episode was really awesome. 
Um, the one thing that I was going to say right off the top that I thought that they should have done, which was re- reminiscent of the game, and I thought it would have helped. So we haven't seen much clicker action since, what was it, like episode uh, four? Five, four or five? Four. What's the one when they come out of the hole? Four? The, yeah, so four. four? Yeah, I think it was four. I think it's four, when they come out of that fucking hole there. <coughs> so I think this, and I already, obviously, I knew how the finale is going to go. I know it's like a, a an infected list finale. I know it's person-on-person kind of shit. I feel like this episode would have done really good with even if it was just a short clicker scene. Because one of the great things about this part in the game is it's, everything happens the same way. You hunt the deer, you come across the deer, and then there are these two guys here. You ask for the medicine, he sends one of them off, and then you're just hanging out with this, you know, th- this bad dude, which you find out about later, but you don't know right away. You hang out with this dude, David, you're by the fire. It seems like he's all right. Right. And in the game, you get swarmed upon by a shit ton of infected. And he saves you. And he saves your life, and you save his life. Mm. And then there's more of that bond right away. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, Mm -hmm. I can trust this guy. So that in the game, once he turns on you, it hits a little bit harder. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I feel like that would have paid off in the show. I feel like we could have used another clicker scene. It's been a while. That is the world that we're in. I get why they want to keep the like the infected scenes few and far in between. Because if you're doing it every single week, then there's no intensity. You know what I mean? It's just played out. So I get we want to keep him few and far. I feel like this would have been a good part. Yeah, and you know it kind of I mean? took away because he was always kind of suspicious. I, I would have liked maybe trusting him a little bit more for a minute. Right, exactly, right. Yeah, if cause, you're Because even if, when he's at the, you know, they show the scenes of him being the leader and like trying his best, he still kind of seems evil there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they played like the, yeah, they put up the culty part from the beginning a little mm-hmm. bit earlier on. Right. But even that part when he's talking to Bella Ramsey and she's just like, uh, like it's some like some cult and he's just like, well, you got me there. Like I do, I do do some preaching. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, you still sympathize with him a little bit, but yeah, no, for sure. But I feel like if they, uh, if there was like that, like I said, that moment where he saves her, she saves him, the infected are coming. I don't like that. Then it would have hit a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, but either way, I mean, I thought the intensity was there again. I thought Bella Ramsey fucking killed it. Yeah, that like jail, she's, jailhouse scene. Is oh, it was wild. unbelievable. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, she kills it. She's yeah. she's a legit actress. She she was all, that was uh, Ellie, and he's like, "What, Ellie? Tell him there's the name of the girl that just broke your fucking finger." Mm-hmm. It was great. And then uh, and her so, escape too with the axe. Yeah, yeah. So that so the guy that plays David's right hand, the guy that he questions for not like trusting him all the way, and then he ends up shooting the horse. Yeah. And then he's also there when they go to kill Ellie. She ends up putting the cleaver into right. his neck. He gets that. That's Troy Baker, who is the actor who voice portrays Joel in the video game. Right. I, I knew that only because of the the like companion podcast thing. Yeah. He's the host of that podcast. Yeah. But that is a yeah, that's a really cool tie-in, and they they did that obviously in the next episode too. Dude, he's voiced bringing those people back. So many. Fo- I was looking him up the other day. His like the video the amount of video game characters he's done is like absurd. Yeah, Obscene. they joke with him on the podcast how he has like a thousand voices. Yeah, and how he can do anything. Yeah, he does the uh, like. I don't know if you ever played the Shadows of Mordor game. The Lord yeah, of the game. he's both. the main character. Really? Yeah, Italian. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, dude, he fucking he's he's cool. so many people. Cool. Uh, but he was. I did. I thought he did a good job. And, and he uh, like uh, motion captured the whole thing too because yeah, the, obviously like the Last of Us was pretty ground groundbreaking as a game for how they did the theatrical stuff. Right. Like they, they it's really impressive even now. Yeah, so even seeing like, that game now, like it's it's pretty wild how good those graphics are. Oh, it's awesome! Like I just got done playing it again. I just got done finishing. I'm actually like 
not even halfway through two again, but it's like a ten year old game, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First yeah. one. It 10. looks as good as anything going out now. Like yeah, they, no. it's awesome. They push the push the limits. It's awesome. And even just making a game like wasn't the the first campaign or whatever wasn't only like seventeen hours or something like. That's even less. The first one you can yeah. probably do in. If you're doing it for like the very first time, I would say it probably gonna take about yeah, fifteen, somewhere like fifteen, sixteen hours. Yeah. Whereas the show is like I don't know, seven hours or whatever. Like it's it's pretty close. Like Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah it's no. Cool. I fucking I can get through it now in probably like just a little bit ten. But like that's I mean I, I just Yeah, and that, that just shows how much they dedicated to the story because every game now is hundred and twenty hours or whatever. Like yeah. and it's still a decent story, but it's not like this is. Like they, they pour their hearts into it and it's it's obvious the way that the show is so good and they're sticking to the game so much. It's really impressive. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, I thought that episode was great. I love the uh, the intensity. I love the ending. She she did a good job. They did change the ending a little bit from the game, which that was one of the like. I mean, I don't want to be that guy. I was like, oh, this plot was better than that plot. Like the way that they do do it in the game is just better. But I was like, all right, whatever, it's fine. In like, the burning. So- yeah, like, so she but she's like showing the show like she just hammers him and then she eventually like stops on her own and then walks out and then Joel kind of comes up on her. In the game, she's literally just like continuously hacking and oh, wow. Joel is the one who like literally like pulls her off. Mm. And she's like still like she's got like the knife in her hand so she's like flailing she's like back on me and he's like dude like chill like chill chill chill. Hmm. And they do in the so at the beginning he's like he still does the baby girl line, you know what I mean? And she yeah. like she realizes it's him. Let's down our guard. So it's like kind of almost crying. He says, I'm here, baby girl. And then they, they, it's actually the intro music. The intro music kicks up and then they drowned out their audible sound. And you just see him like talking to her, but you can't hear what he's saying. And then they leave. And I was like, oh, it, it's very, I, like, I just, I just got done playing it again. But I was like, oh, it's, it's fucking clean. Yeah. It's fucking clean. I mean, it got the same point across, but I feel like that would have been better if they, yeah, like the other game. I, don't, I wonder why they chose that because they they keep so much of the game. Yeah, know. they did. I know that they were saying something about just like the uh, just like the general semantics of how he got into like the burning building and shit uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, All right, whatever. Well, yeah. Either way, it was still good. Uh, and then episode nine, our finale, the one of the shorter episodes of the entire season, if not the shortest, but uh, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, they perfect conclusion. Uh, the intro was great. They so actually just like I was saying about Troy Baker. So they start off with the birthing scene for Ellie to start off the episode. And then with Ellie's mom, mm-hmm. who is the actress that's portraying Ellie's mom, is Ashley Johnson, who portrays the voice of Ellie in the video game. Right. So the voice of Ellie is literally giving birth to Ellie in the show. It's fucking great Inception kind of shit, you know what I mean? Very cool. She was on the um, the Companion podcast, too. and she Yeah, I listened to that as well. Yeah, she especially touched on how much Bella like embodies Ellie too. Like, yeah. When as soon as she met her, she knew that she could was like the right person and I think that's really cool. Bella's been great. Yeah. She really has. She's she's absolutely killed it. Mm-hmm. Um but then, you know, we see Joel, you know, he gets the bad news. Obviously we have to basically kill Ellie in order to extract her brain and Joel ain't having it, goes crazy. Montage I thought was really good. I like the way they did it, you know, the silence, the music playing and shit. I that was good. Uh, and then the ending, I thought they killed that last conversation. You can see that Ellie doesn't, you know, she says, swear to me that this is all, you know, everything you told me is true. And uh, you can, you can, you can cool. feel that she is accepting that truth, but she knows it's not the truth. She's trying to, like, swallow it down. Yeah. But you can tell that she knows, like, there's something that's not being said. You know what I mean? Yeah. If she, if she doesn't know, she at least sincerely doubts it. 
Like, yeah. Yeah. You you can feel it. You can feel it as like but she she you know, she now feel like she you know, she loves Joel and you know, obviously she knows he loves him, so What would you do there though? That's the that's like the craziest moral dilemma ever. I mean, I can't speak for having a child, but I can only imagine if I did, I, I, I know that there's no yeah, no, you gotta no I mean you take gotta, somebody else's child, dude. I'm I, not, know. Yeah, just, I know, but you like I don't know. Yeah, he has to trust her so much in like on her own decisions. Like, what would she do if he told her the truth? There, would she? There's oh, nothing, she there's nothing to go furious. back to. Oh, she would have been furious. She hit him forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she would have been furious. Because if if it was up to her, I mean, I, I, I think I like all signs point to her. She would have, she would have sacrificed herself. If they would have said, "Ella, you're the key," and if we if we yeah. take out your brain, you die. We can save eight billion people or however many people are left in this world. I think Ellie would have signed on the dot. No problem. I feel like but if, Joel's if she thought about lost. it, she wouldn't be in, though. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, these uh, these people, they're they're not just going to give the vaccine to everybody who lives. They're suddenly going to be the controlling force, right? Like, they're, they give it to who they want to give it to. Like, yeah, yeah. And even if, yeah, you, even if you give people the vaccine, you still have these rabid monsters running around. Like, Yeah. But... Uh, obviously, it's it's for the greater good, and I, I see where you're coming from. And she definitely was dedicated to that. But she was. Even I like, like to think that she would maybe see the uh, reason. Even so, like obviously, it was terrific. The giraffe scene was fucking huge. It was absolutely monstrous. A huge part of the game. Right. But like in that moment, so Ellie's just got done almost being taken by this cult, almost you know murdered, raped, etc. Whatever happens, and then you know you can see that like, the trauma that she went through. And then he sees her with a giraffe and she lets her guard down and she's still got that playfulness to her. And he sees that there's still her inside and he's like, all right, like, you know, we don't have to do this. Like, we can go, we can go home right now. Like, she's the one that's like, no, we have to see this through. Because she, she, I I think in the back of her mind, she always knew it was an option. I I, I, I I think they both slided themselves, though. They didn't know what they were getting themselves into. They didn't know she was going to be lobotomized. Oh, no. I think, like I said, I think she has a better idea than he did. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he was necessarily, I don't think he was ever thinking that far ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he ever saw the predicament that he was ever going to see himself in, you know, caring so much and falling in love with this girl and, you know, looking at her the way that he does, like, you know, his second daughter, his second chance at life, basically. Yeah. You know, he finds out, he even says, you know, he, he tried to kill himself and the only reason why he didn't was he, he basically twitched, you know what I mean, and the bullet missed. Yeah. So it's like, the only reason why he's even, you know, she says, I'm, I'm glad you, you know, you were able to find salvation. He's like, I, you know, fuck, it, was from, it wasn't from time, it was from you. You know what I mean? He didn't say it, but yeah. it's very much what he's hinting at. Show is just so heavy. It's just oh, all very. about like oh, yeah, internal yeah. conflicts, and it's it's not like about having some big victory against the zombies. I don't think. <laughs> it's, no, no, it's no, not about so like, like saving the world. It's it's, 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 story, just, it's dude. That's what I said. It's a story about love. It's, it really is. It's it's how much are you willing? What are you painful. willing to do for love? And the second one's the see, so Last of Us Two has already been announced. That's going to be seasons two and three, which I think is perfect because it's a it's a much longer game. Mm-hmm. So I think it's perfect to flush it out with two seasons, and then by that time, hopefully, Last of Us Three is already out, and then we can yeah. finish our story there. Hope so. And then Bing Bang Boom. Um, but I gotta get a PS Five, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great games, and I, I, I'm and anyone who's sitting there who hasn't played the games yet, who's saying I can't wait two years for The Last of Us Two or The Last of Us Season Two, I promise you, you can wait. Just yeah. listen to me. Trust my words. Rewatch the first season. Enjoy. Embrace every fucking moment. Yeah, that's pretty Embrace. Epic. Embrace. Stay here where it's safe. It's like Adam Sandler and Billy Madison. Yeah. Stay here. Don't you ever say that. <laughs> don't you ever leave. Yeah, don't you ever leave. Stay here where it's safe. 
Don't you ever leave. <laughs> but I mean, just an awesome series. I, I had so much hope and anticipation. I said the second I played this game 10 years ago, I said this would make a great movie or a series. Yep. And sure enough, it did. And I'm so happy and I, I love it. And I can't wait for what's to come. And it just goes to show, too, like keeping the, the creator of the game in the creation of the show. Yep, it's huge. It made such a big yeah, difference. It's huge. It was huge. Hopefully, this sets the bar, too, for video games adaptations going forward. It's like less. Le- you're you're totally allowed to sprinkle your own creativity, but the reason why you're making this in the beginning is because people loved it the way that it was. Right. So you gotta stay to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta you gotta stay stay the course. Uh, but I loved this first season. I thought it was fucking unbelievable. Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey, can't say enough good things about him. Uh, Neil Druckmann, the creator of Chernobyl, uh, Craig Wiseman, not Craig Wiseman, Craig something. Can't think of his last name. They all did a great job. Great, great job. It was, a, it was a dream come true for me. Like I said, this is my most anticipated series of the year. Behind Dune is probably the most anticipated project in total of the year. I've been waiting for this for so long, and it met, met all my expectations. It was awesome. I loved it. I'm glad that you loved it, too, as a, a game player, and I, I loved it as someone going in blind. Yeah. Like it, it was an epic show. Yeah, I agree with your take that the storytelling was impeccable. Yeah, powerful. not only in the game, but they translated over to the show. The, I thought the, the storytelling throughout the series of just one season was top notch. Yeah, compared to what you know, what else is out there in terms of shows and series and things like that. Yeah, you felt for everybody. Even like the Frank and Bill episode was only yeah. one episode. No, that was one of the characters. best episodes. Yeah, and you like it was tragic, dude. Yeah. You were with these guys for eighty minutes. That's it, eighty minutes. It's not even a full. It's not even a movie. And you're like, I was like. Fuck. Yeah, they did a great that job of you investing into the characters yeah. and their storylines. Yep, they for sure did. Um, I loved it. Can't wait. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap it up for us here tonight pretty much, right? I think, I think so. so. That was a great episode. We covered an absolute shit ton of stuff. Uh, I would say going forward, definitely be on the lookout for Yellow Jackets, Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, a couple of movies that we're definitely going to be checking out too, but I'll you know I'll post those on social media and stuff. Pretty April's much, pretty much everything we covered today, we endorse, and you should definitely yeah, check yeah, out if no, you haven't seen. I didn't have it was all good stuff today. That's why I was excited to come in here. It was all positive. I mean, everything either met expectations or was above exactly. So, uh, thank you to Mr. Luke Kleinen on the ones and twos. Of course, of course, done it without the you, baby. Have to help the myth to uh, <laughs> my co-host, the Mr. Los. Thanks for coming, Happy baby. to be here. Nice to have you on the side Co-hostess of the Co-hostess with the Moses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to you guys, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Sorry it was so long in between. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you guys, you know, in a couple of weeks. Probably won't be too long, two, maybe three weeks. We'll see. Uh, but as always, please post this around. Share it to your pages. Subscribe to our channels. Uh, like, comment, leave a review, all of that. Um, and you know happy watching we'll talk Please, to you guys soon if you love listening to us if you enjoy this in yeah, the slightest bit let us know, just give man. us a share That's right. tell somebody about it it means more than you know sure it does sure it does happy watching we'll talk to you guys soon pursuit